Are we still doing that thing where we just start talking? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? It's kind of is it kind of like kind of our thing, right? Yeah, I mean, so I guess we'll just uh, I guess I'll just start off by saying, man, what a week! We yeah, what a week! Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this has been. I got this thing. Around. I can't see you. I'm I'm talking to you through a little hoop in the cord here. Yeah, I just look me in the eyes when you talk to me. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna hide <laughs> behind this microphone. Yeah, no. I, I don't want to. I don't want to look at you. It's, it's scaring me. <laughs> hey, how about this? No guests this week. It's just you and I back together, mano y mano. It's the format you promised me. Is that you I did sold sell me you, on? I sold you on this. You one, sold right? me. It's like you, me, and a guest every once in a while. Uh, yeah, it's you, me, guest, you, me, guests, and and then it's been like guests. Well, every other everyone just like was so interested, and I didn't want to like hold them off like for the for like months on end. So I was just like, let's just get a bunch of people on and get a bunch of people's thoughts in here. It might have been the smartest choice on your end. Mm. I mean, maybe not on my end, but okay, because uh, I would have kept throwing bad movies in. I know, I know your style now. Uh-huh. Now I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's not right. Somewhere deep inside Transition Studios, brought to you by your hosts Roger and Leto. Welcome to Sci-Fi Rewind. Never give up. Never surrender. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Lito. And I'm Roger. And together we are Sci-Fi Rewind. Bring. Trying to do a high five here, but Oh, a high five yeah. Sci-Fi Rewind. Or, or something like that, but I'm too far away. <laughs> yeah, this table is kind of kind of kind of a kind of a big one here. Not not too big. It's like Okay, I, I stand corrected then. The table is I, not I, that I'm big. I'm thinking about like, you know, those scenes where it's like there's a family dinner going on and there's yeah. this long table and it's like can you please pass the salt <laughs> and it's just like it's not it's not that big oh, per se. Man, salt you're making me hungry i haven't had lunch yet yeah i, I mean I, I i thankfully i had some ramen noodles so i can't lucky I can, uh all right uh lito that's me why uh what movie are we talking about today we're talking about one of my all-time favorite movies which there's a lot of them so that's not really saying much. But today we're watch we're we're going to be watching and listening and, and talking about Galaxy Quest. You love it so much that I referenced it today and you didn't get it. Well, <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" What I was like, "Do you have any words before I go in and watch this thing?" Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Never give up, never surrender." And I'm like, "Is he talking about uh, no retreat, no surrender?" The the kickboxing movie that came out in the 80s and 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 it didn't and it didn't it didn't hit you that i was referencing the movie no uh but it did when i first when i saw like the intro little uh uh tv show that they did so then i'm like oh that's what he's talking about i put this on your door as soon as you started watching the film right i was uh, it's a little post-it note for everyone it's just like never give up never surrender because i it was just like after he after I referenced it, he was like, "What are you talking about?" And I go like, "Oh, I'm referencing somebody else. Don't don't mind me." Right. And then immediately in the movie it starts. It's like, 
never give up, never surrender. And I know it's like, yeah, he probably got it right around there. <laughs> yeah, I got it right away. And so totally. I put this little post-it note on his door just as like a little like taunt. It's like, yeah, I was referencing the movie. Well, now I know. Mm -hmm. And knowing is thrice the battle. Yeah. Uh, any hoot, um, we're coming at you uh, here. Uh, and uh, it's just us. We're not going to be messing around today. We're going to go straight into this pitch. You guys know the format by now. We're on episode, what is it? I don't even nine. Oh, I don't even need to explain it. Yeah, it's, we're, we're at a situation where it's like, we get it. I know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. All right. So uh, you want to get down to it? These people, are these, they've been waiting a long time for this episode. It's been a week since our last drop, which was uh, uh, They Live. Mm -hmm. Which, a um, little bit of update, not for They Live, mm -hmm. but for um, one we did with Tom, uh, The Thing. John Carpenter in this last past, in the past week here, has stated that he wants to do a remake. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been quoted as saying that um, he'd like to do a remake. So, here we go. It'll probably be all CGI. They probably I, wouldn't have learned the lesson from the 2011 version. Okay. Uh, but hopefully that's not the case. All right. So we're going to skip the intro because everybody knows who I am by mm -hmm. now, right? I work here at Transition. I went to film school at CSU. Um, uh, I, you know, used to do construction back in my old job. Uh, and uh, I went to school, met a lot of cool people, uh, came to work here, met a lot of cool more people like Roger here. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we do this every Friday or so. so. Yeah. And I'm just an intern here. I just kind of got lucky. <laughs> I'm just here and I'm just doing whatever job anyone needs me. You're to not do. just a intern, you're uh, my intern. I feel like I'm the studio's intern more than anything. Oh. Well. Everyone will just go, it's just like, hey Roger, I need you to do this. And I go like, okay. And I'll go and I'll do the job to my best of, to the best of my abilities. Right. Oh, and you got caught uh, doing a little bit of uh, filming uh, for this thing we were filming. You got put on Twitter. Um, oh, oh yes, yes. The, 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 the photo. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, if anyone is interested, I'll try and maybe like uh, retweet it on my Twitter account. Uh, just a picture of me ho awkwardly holding uh, audio equipment, trying to record uh, a boom mic. I'm trying to record a boom mic. I got this little doohickey on my chest. <laughs> just like so awkward. I was wearing the wrong wrong sweater that day. And it was just like it was the knobs were like getting into my uh, uh, into my sweater and they were like pulling out all the freds and I'm like I didn't realize it until the end it's like oh man this this was the wrong thing to be wearing today yeah well now you know mm -hmm. when you go on set make sure not to wear nice clothes yeah or, maybe more wear something like this yeah something that won't get caught something that's not like fabric-y or something I don't, I don't know clothes man my notes are a mess mm -hmm. but hopefully I'll get through them any hoot um, how do you want to start it? Uh, I don't know. Let's just okay. start it. Just go for it. Let's do it. Uh, just before we all get involved, uh, before we get into too in depth, I'm going to full on say, if you haven't seen this movie, I don't normally do this. If you haven't seen this movie, go see it. Oh, okay, cool. There's a good little, uh, recommendation from, from Roger, the exec. Um, uh, make sure mm -hmm. to make sure to check this one out. This one's we're going to, we have to spoil everything. Mm -hmm. Hey, Raj. Raj, I know you're busy. I'm sorry. I know it's usually somebody else coming in here. I'm bringing in somebody else, but I think I found something. I think I found a, I think I found a winner. All right. Okay. Um, okay. They Live kind of did all right. 
So I'm more open to an idea. What do we got? Okay. All right, man. Are you sitting down? No, give me a second. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to want to be standing up for this one, bud. Really? Yeah. So can you please stand up? Yes. <laughs> oh, I, oh, okay. Boy. I'm man, up. you're not very tall. Any hoot. All right. So any, I got this one. Dude, this one is a winner called Galaxy Quest. Like Star Trek? It's, dude, I'm telling you, it's Star Trek. There's no better way to put this, all right? This will be the Spaceballs of Star Trek. So Star Trek meets Spaceballs. Well, I somewhat enjoy Spaceballs, so okay. Right, but it's not going to be as, it's not It's not going to be as parody-ish. It's going to be like a light parody, but like more of like an homage to Star Trek in a comedy sense. Okay, well, Star Trek is kind of big. There's a there's a you know those Trekkie conventions. Exactly, whatnot, we're gonna put so. all that in there. Is all that is we're gonna that's where we're gonna start. So this is gonna probably appeal to Star Trek fans. Um, I hope so. Okay, all or right. create its own fans. Who knows? Because I'm telling you, this one's a winner. We got the whole package. We have the whole kit and caboodle, if mm -hmm. you will. We got you got a. I've 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 made some phone calls. We've got an all star cast of mm -hmm. of of new and and a current and upcoming stars. All right, I'll get I'll get into that. Okay, all right. I'm okay. not even worried about that. That's the good stuff. I'm not even. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell you on the story first. Then I'm gonna hook you with the good stuff. Okay. Basic premise. Uh, try and summarize it. Let's okay. Go. Okay. Fine. What if Star Trek was real and the actors had to play their television counterparts to save an alien species? You know what? That actually sounds kind of interesting. Isn't it, isn't it cool? Isn't it a winning idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not so much that Star Trek is real, right? Because the TV show kind of like deals with that. Mm -hmm. This is like, what if the actors who play, say, Kirk and Spock and and uh, the you know the chief and all that? What if they had to like really be their characters? To save the day. Oh, so in a we, real ship. Oh, so we're gonna get uh, Shatner, ne uh, Nimoy, and all those guys. Are you serious? You know those guys won't touch Star Trek with a ten foot pole. I don't know. Shatner's kind of reliving his glory days. Uh, on, Finally, yeah. well, how many times and how, how long did he like reject the idea that who he was? Well, I mean, well, you know what? We're gonna talk it. We're gonna actually. There's a character that's gonna be kind of dealing with that kind of typecasting in Hollywood. All right, and dealing with like the repercussions of being only known for one thing. We're gonna have. We're gonna have one of those characters. I, I'm sorry. I think I might have. Uh, 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 so why are the actors getting involved? What? Uh, what? Why are they going on out into space? What's going on? Why are the actors getting involved? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, like the characters. Well, the characters are all doing the convention circuit, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and then the main character, uh, Jason uh, Nesmith, played by guess what, Tim Allen. He's on board. He's already told me he loves it. He loves the idea. Home improvement. Home improvement. All He's right. Top of the world right now. Er? So uh? yeah. Er? <laughs> I love him. I saw him on a comedy special with, with Rodney King. Mm -hmm. Rodney King. I'm sorry. Scratch that. With Rodney Dangerfield, and um, I knew he was going to be big. I knew there was something about him, er? mm -hmm. and that little noise he makes. So I got Tim Allen. There's one little guy. There's one. There's one actor. Um, anyways, um, I got that guy, and then so they're going to be at this convention. Tim Allen shows up late because he's you know he's the, he's the head cheese. He's the he's the one that everyone's coming there to see. You know? And 
So all the rest of the crew is there. Um, so he's like the Shatner character. He is the Shatner character. There's no, there's no hiding it, you know? So, you know, instead of Galaxy Quest, instead of Star Trek, it's going to say Galaxy Quest. Instead of, like, the, uh, the Enterprise, it's going to be the uh, uh, Protector. Or the NTE. Oh, the NTE, the yeah. So the, the Protector, or NTE, gotcha. So we're going to have direct, you know, I mean, it's going to be an homage. So it's going to be like a direct lines of of connection to, so we're gonna to Star Trek. So we're going to get a lot of weird yet humanoid-looking aliens? Absolutely humanoid-looking aliens. And, right. you, and everyone talks English. Most of, mostly, you know, we through convert, you know, uh, translators, but how they have about, their own language. How about landing on for, uh, foreign alien planets? And of yes, course. The able, the, the, it just has air. Air, air is breathable air. We actually make a joke about that. All right. Yeah, one of our characters, Guy. You're gonna love Guy. Um, he um, Guy. Why yeah. uh, is that well, his name? Well, the, well, no, but he, well, no, yes, that's his name. But he also represents just like a normal guy. Okay. You know, in Star Trek, there was always like these B teamers that would like whenever you would get oh the red know, shirts, team, the red shirts, yeah. So he represents. See, I'm telling you, we we're, we're gonna all these tropes. We're gonna have fun with it. The guy who wrote the script, uh, you know, he did a great job. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, David Howard. He's he's doing. A, he he did a great job. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have them guys being in a convention. Um. Uh, Tim Allen's character, Jason, he's like, you know, uh, signing autographs and everything. And he's going to be f having fun. And he has fun with the character and, and all the attention because he's he's the big guy. And all the rest of the crew are going to kind of resent him because, you know, I mean, they're they're there on set, too. They're putting in the work. They're they're doing their lines, you know. Um, oh, did I wrap up with Guy? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, maybe just a little bit. So no, let me wrap up with Guy. Anyways, Guy's going to represent the B teamers that go on on the away uh, missions. Then he always gets randomly killed. So his, his, he's going to be in the sh in in the story. He's going to be crew member number six from a certain episode. I don't know which one yet. Uh, he's got like ten seconds of airtime, but he's the one that's going to be kind of like introducing them to the convention crowd as they come through the curtain. You know how it goes. You know. Yeah. Somebody loosely affiliated, kind of still running the show. Um, current, you know, currently that's where we start. And they're all tight cast. They can't get work. They have to do this convention. Um, it's going to be great. You know, we're going to feel sorry for them. But uh, so so what that happens, and then but while they're in the convention, we get some humanoid aliens that kind of talk weird and walk weird, and they all look the same. And they're going to come up to uh, Jason and be like, "Hey, can you help us out?" Um, we built a ship, and we have this uh, this uh, guy that's trying to kill us all. And uh, can you help us uh, uh, save the day and, and and get rid of our problems? And and Jason's going to blow them off, of course, because I mean they look like all the rest of the people in the convention. So I mean, you know, nothing like this. I mean, it's not real. It's a television show. We even say it. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, Tim. But but they they somehow track Tim Allen down at his his, his house and. Um, and they shoot them out in the outer space, or actually they knock them out. We, we use that old trope, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just like to fall asleep and wake up in the, uh, a spaceship. And then he thinks he's on a set. This is the best part. He thinks he's on a set and he's like, wow, this isn't, this isn't cardboard. This is actual like, you know, metals and stuff. And then um, and then he meet, has a, a meet down, uh, he meets up with, the, with our uh, alien uh, boss, Ceres, uh, which is gonna be looking great. We got this creature department working on this and they're, awesome job and uh he looks like an insect but you know still cling on but he still talks english you know he usually speaks english everyone right? speaks english everybody in, in speaks english 
So, and then he's got these real cool, like, you know, like uh, wings that open up when he's really mad. He's super cool looking. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to take a look at it, but I, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I got these early drawings. You're going to love it. Um, he looks like nothing. Well, kind of. Insect, you know, green insect thing. We're going to shoot it all like if it was on a Klingon ship. I mean, you're, you're going to see the direct. We're not going to hide it. We're not going to mm -hmm. hide it. This is the Star Trek in this world, right? And then all the fan base behind it, and everybody dresses up in the conventions. It's going to be great, um, right? Uh, oh, but let me go back, right? Mm -hmm. Save the cat. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Save the cat moment. Jason's, uh, you know, he's got to go to the bathroom. In between uh, signing, he goes into the bathroom, and um, he gets into a stall because all the, uh, the urinals are taken up. And then as he goes into the stall, um, these teenage boys come in. Mm-hmm. And then just start tearing into uh, uh, the conventioners, the, the cosplayers, and uh, and uh, all the actors that are like still pretending and hanging on to their to their past glory. And uh, man, you just feel terrible for uh, for Tim Allen's character. And and then you just you know is that you, really a save the cat moment? Yeah, I would say so because you know you feel sorry for him and. Um, well, isn't a save the cat moment the moment where you have to save somebody to let them know you're a good guy? Well, here's the thing. Um, when I grew up okay. as a kid, if you were into sci-fi, if you took things too far, if you dressed up, if you bought the toys, you were a nerd. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, um, you know, this Jason guy, he's, he's, he's not so much a nerd. He's, he's kind of like a cool, hip kind of guy. But he's kind of getting – he's in a kind of nerd world. So um, – if you were ever made fun of for liking what you like and taking it too seriously and, and taking it to an extra level, one that, you know, that you deeply attach to, uh, I think you'll identify with Tim Allen's character being uh, made fun of by these guys, you know, behind his back. Uh, I consider it like that, but I feel like Save the Cat is more so just like, you know, here has to save something and he doesn't really save anything. At, at that moment he's just more so just like a relatable moment or or, or a sympathetic well, moment yeah sympathetic moment to 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 you know mm -hmm. okay so he's not necessarily saving anything yeah but what he's doing is he's creating a emotional connection to the audience oh yeah no i agree with that okay so that's all i'm saying and that happens pretty early on mm -hmm. and you can check that box right off the uh, screenplay maybe within outline. like the first 10 minutes or something absolutely right away we're not messing around gotcha this is a tight package mm -hmm. i'm telling you I, I, i'm gonna sum it up right now He's this this movie is gonna pick you up, mm -hmm. take you on an adventure, hit all the marks, and and put you right back where you started. All right, like filmmaking one hundred and one. Gotcha. Should do. Okay, mm -hmm. and then all the characters will have a little story arc. You know what I mean? They're all there for a reason, and they all have like they're all flawed in the beginning, and then towards the end. They all get unflawed, and, 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 and everyone gets wrapped up real nice. Every so, storyline gets wrapped up. Some uh, good character arcs, moments like that? The character arcs are, are fine. Mm -hmm. They're not like, you know, they're not like deep thinker story arcs. I mean, they're like, you know. But they're good for a story like this? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, the character that's tight cast hates his lines and hates his character, hates how he has to wear a wig. Or a, or a thing, a prosthetic to kind of like change his head. Like Nimoy in the ears? Exactly. All right. And then by the end, it doesn't matter. And he, he says the lines and 
he 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 feels the character. He knows the character more, and he's like, and this is like the serious British guy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Alan Rickman. Yes, he's on board. Oh, Ar- Alan Rickman is on Alan board. Alan Rickman from the oh. Die Hard series. Die, Die, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard uh, movie. Sheriff of Lachlan. Yeah. Sheriff of 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 Notting, Nottingham. Nottingham. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, exactly. Not from from um, Robin Hood. Uh, yeah, uh, Prince of Thieves. Yes. Yeah, and um, soon to be a Harry Potter fame. Um, Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Um, uh, uh, so, so he's going to be playing that tight cast um, um, character, bitter. You know, like, um, and he's got this great line about someone's hammer, Athrar's hammer, or something like that. We got a hammer line, and it's going to work. All right. Um, oh, is it like his live long and prosper one? Exactly. All right. Yeah, he's gonna want. He's gonna hate it every time. Every time, like someone in the in the convention comes up to him, they like start saying, and he's like, "I don't want to hear it," or you know, just like blows him off because it's all his life is that line. Oh, so these actors are stuck in the celebrity zoo, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Where they, careers go to die. Unfortunately, you know that's what happens. Hey, they got paid. It was a gig, but it's a gig they can't really leave anymore. So it's kind of sad, but you know. It happens. It happens with the best of them. And this cruise, they're a good bunch of people. Um, they just wish that they, they this could have led to more prosperity in their lives, like it did for uh, for Tim Allen's character. So they all kind of look at him as like the, uh, you know, uh, you know, the guy that uh, they, they, you know, he's the leader. So they all kind of like aim their angst at him. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing you can do. He just got the good part. It's it's a it's a face to blame or something like that. Exactly, person to blame. Exactly. So we're gonna play with all the tropes, man. All the tropes, all the sci-fi tropes are gonna be well represented. The 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 rolling and the shooting that's gonna happen. It's gonna be excellent. It's gonna sounds, be so much fun. This whole movie sounds weirdly meta. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. And that's that sounds good. Um. Yeah. Uh, meta. Okay. Cool. Um. We're gonna have a romance. I know you're gonna ask me about romance. There's gonna be two romances actually. Okay. Actually, there's going to be kind of three. Okay. I'm the fans yeah. and and the fans. This is the the lightest one. The fans and and all the characters. Um. There's actually four. Actually, the aliens and the characters mm-hmm. in the play in the in the TV series. The fans, um, which we're going to have this young kid, Justin, uh, Justin Long. He's going to be like spearheading the fans. Never heard of him. Yeah, but you will. Don't worry. I'll all get right. into that. Um. There, he's going to be uh, uh, talking and loving the fan. He's going to dress up like everybody and ask those really deep, deep questions and try to find the plot holes. He's, you know, there's there's always one of oh, those Oh, yeah, kids. the ones who take it too, way too seriously. Exactly. He's going to be one of those kids. And then there's going to be, uh, uh, what's his name, Tony Shalom? Shalom? Oh, Tony Shalab. Shalab, yeah. You know, from, um, wasn't he in that uh, uh, Wings? Was he in Wings? Uh, and he was yes, he in was in Wings, Wings, and uh, in that other one uh, series where it's just him. I mean, this guy—I can't believe we got this guy. He was in Men in Black in one of the parts too. Leto, I'm pretty sure Monk came out Monk. after. After, okay, let's not let's talk about that. All right, <laughs> sorry, I don't know my dates. Anyways, Tony Shalom's still coming, and uh, he's going to be great. He's going to have great things in the pat in the future. Um, so he's going to have a. Uh, Kind of like a love interest with one of the aliens. She doesn't look alien. Uh, she looks like a normal human, but uh, there are these like uh, mushy uh, kind of like squid things. CGI is going to be uh, stellar, by the way. All right. Um, and then there's going to be Jason's character, Tim Allen. Uh, Tim Allen's character, I'm sorry. He's going to be uh, uh, secretly uh, kind of always chasing after, uh, guess who? Guess who we got? 
Sigourney Weaver. Ripley. Ripley in the flesh. Oh, is she going to have like an awesome part in this role? Well, <laughs> let's just tone that one down a bit. She's going to represent something that happens in sci-fi, especially Star Trek. Mm. Uh, we'll get into that. Well, you know, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. We're going we're gonna to have a running gag. Okay. And this one, this one's going to take us, you know, into, you know, uh, into the, hopefully into the PG 13 R rating. No, uh, it's going to be G. I'm not, uh, we, we gotta, we gotta catch that, uh, kid craze. We need to market. This is like, this like is mall sounding, rats or this uh, is sounding awesome. Rats? Yeah. This is sounding awesome. Yeah. But I don't know how we're going to be able to market this uh, any other way than we're going to have to go kids. So make the marketing as kid friendly as possible. Ouch. No, no, no. We can't have that. Yeah, no, it's going to have to happen. This isn't a kid story. Yeah, but it's going to have to happen. Well, Star Trek wasn't right, uh, for kids. Yeah, but this is going to happen. Ah. Well, maybe if you give me $100 million. No. You get <laughs> half that. Half? Yeah, but around half. We'll see how... We'll see. We'll range it out later, but you're oh, going to get half a million. A half a hundred million? Half a, uh, half, half a hundred million, yeah. I should say. Okay. Sorry. All right, we'll see about that. All right, we'll talk about that. But anyways, I don't know if I can get these people for under half a million. 50 million work some magic say uh you know what well, we'll uh i know harold hill ramus uh-huh. we'll try and get him involved and okay. maybe he'll he'll be a good poll for these people oh that'll be good from the ghostbusters that'll be that'll work oh she was in the ghostbusters there you go yeah so maybe maybe uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes but if if it doesn't you know uh, we got other guys we'll try and figure that out there's this guy named dean we'll i'm sure that's all that's all dean. Fine. i like the sound dean okay so the running gag all right um all right don't let the uh, okay uh, you know how in movies and sci-fi movie, there's always this uh, uh, a buxom blonde, if you will, all right, in the character in in one of the characters or a buxom uh, ship uh, crew member. I mean, just seems to be like exploding out of their uh, attire, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver is going to represent that character. So, oh, so like uh, Seven of Nine from Star exactly, Trek. Gotcha. exactly, and the other one from. Uh, um, from uh, the next generation, yeah, is that her name? No, no way. Are we talking the oh, the original? This uh, the next generation, yeah, and a horror, and a horror too, right? Yeah. Well, the original. I mean, there's always one in in all the the Star Trek. Uh, mm-hmm. um, um, the Doctor, the one that would, was going out with the uh, with the number two. Uh, I'm not dark familiar. hair. I forgot her name. Not, not familiar with that. Anyways, one. they seem to be. Oh a, wait, isn't that Doctor Crusher? No. What's that, the Crusher's mom? Nope. No, okay. Then I don't. Uh, the I, other one. Yeah, no. Darker I, hair. Anyways, I should oh, know this. Oh, 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 Senator. Uh, anyway, uh, Counselor. Counselor Troy. Counselor Troy. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So they always seem to be, you know, like I said, exploding out of their attire. So, like, literally throughout the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Sigourney Weaver's um, uh, endowments are going to be um, exploding out of her attire that literally her, 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 uh, uh, her attire, uh, her her exposure level of her cleavage, if you will, gets gets you know obviously more and more uh, uh, pronounced as as we move forward through the film. Sounds hot, but will fans like it? I don't know. I think there'll be a little like uh, I don't know. I don't. I think it'll be like the emperor when you. I don't know. I don't think anyone's gonna like actually like make notice of it. Like, okay. You know what I mean? All right. It's not going to be a thing. <laughs> it's just going to. Is she and she's on board with she, this? Well, she's on board because we're not going to. It's not going to be her actual 
uh, skin. It's going to be like a prosthetic. We're going to we're just going to do a great makeup job. Okay. So she's totally on board. I already talked to her about it. Gotcha. We got the sign. We signed the release. Or you know, we're you know we're going to be we're um you know uh we're going to show a little extra skin on this. It's it's and it's a joke. It's not like a mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. So, so if I could ask, mm-hmm. this is a Star Trek satire from satire. what I'm gathering. Exactly. Satire, uh, but great name. but uh uh so is the soundtrack going to sound Star? Sound like Star Trek? Oh, of course. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some good people on it. David Newman. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's, right, right. Oh, maybe we could get Stan Winston involved. Sure, sure. These names mean nothing to me right now, but sure. <laughs> Stan Winston. He's uh, he, he he was a uh, he's a graphical designer. He helped with the thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're actually helping me pitch this thing. So that, I think I think we're we're in a good shape here. Yes, he uh, was also one of the guys behind the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Oh, he knows what he's doing then. Aliens. Yeah, Aliens. The uh, first two Predator films. Uh, he, 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 he's done a lot. He's he's one of the kings when it comes to practical effects. This is the man. We got the right guy then. I mm-hmm. mean, this 45, 50 million is going to go real far. I mean, we're going to use the every every cent of it. Uh, but I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to make it all back. Plus, plus some. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it'll just be enough. Hopefully it'll just be enough. Enough. All right. So the aliens. How? Uh, so you asked me. I know you're asking me this question. You're mm-hmm. thinking in this head. And like, well, how do the aliens kind of know this, about this about this TV show, right? Yeah. Well, do, they, do they watch it? No, they intercept it. And this is this is where the big ah, oh, you know, like the big like oh, like a sitcom kind of like twist is they think that it's actual historical documents. What, did they watch like Gilligan's Island and think that was real? Yes. Uh, can I use that? Yeah, can sure, I, can go I, ahead. Can I, can I put that in the script? That's hilarious. I'm writing that down. All Gilligan's right. Island, yes. <laughs> I wonder how they feel about them them guys in, in, you know, trapped in a three-hour tour and then trapped on that island. They're probably pretty sad about that. But, but yeah, they look at it and they they don't know. They don't mm-hmm. know if it's a TV. But, but our, our signals are being shot out into space. So this this could actually happen. Mm-hmm. This is science fiction to the T. It sounds... sounds uh, Sounds like they're incredibly smart yet also dumb if they haven't fi- been able to figure that that kind of stuff out. Exactly, they they do have like a like a childlike quality to them. I mean, they're just completely naive. All you right. know what I mean? Um, so they intercept our TV signals and they think they're historical documents. How funny, you know how how much funnier can you get, right? Right. And then, um, but you know, like going back, you know, to those story arcs. Um, Tim Allen's character is, you know, after he hears those kids, you know, talk, making fun of him, he comes back to the table and, and, uh, here's the big theme of it. And he's like, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to say a swear here and I'm sorry. I can't, I can't help it. And this is quote for quote, right? He's mm-hmm. going to tell the kids to his face is the Uber kid, Justin Long, the Uber, uh, Galaxy Quest nerd, the main nerd, the main nerd. And he's going to be like, um, it's just a TV show. There's no <laughs> shit, <laughs> right? And uh, uh, how are kids going to take to the fact that Buzz Lightyear is swearing? Well, well, that's a good point. <laughs> um, this is a whole different world, and uh, this is a whole different makers. Uh, what did DreamWorks make? Toy Story? No, that was Pixar. Uh, yeah, no, that was Pixar. Yeah. All right, I'm doing a great job helping you pitch this. Yeah, I think we. Sh- I think I think I don't even need to pitch this to you. I think it's a green lit already. Uh, always be closing, right? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, I got Sarah in there. Um, 
I need 45 million. I think it's going to make three times that much. Um, like we've learned in the past, it needs to make three times as much to be a success. Uh, I got the all-star cast. Let me go down this cast for you. Okay. Ready? Okay. I got Tim Allen. Yeah. I got Sigourney Weaver from yes. the Alien Craze. Yes, yes. I got Alan Rickman. Ha- Love him uh, as Hans. Yes. He's the great Hans. Um, I got Tony Shalom. 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 Sorry. Sorry. It's a, it's a tricky one for me. I know. I got an up-and-coming actor. This guy's amazing. He's going to play Guy. It's going to be great. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in Green Mile, right? He was in Green Mile with uh, with the dude from uh, Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Battle, Battlefield Earth. Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper, yes. I got... Uh, I got. She's going to be great, too. Missy Pyle. She's going to play the alien. She's going to... She's gonna, she's gonna kill it. I'm telling you. We've wait, already... the, wait. Young Tommy was played by Corbin Blue. This is, this is out of character. I just, I just found this out. <laughs> Corbin Blue played a young, uh, younger Tommy. He was that kid, uh, that Tommy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the little kid in yeah. the Star Trek. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Every, everyone. Uh, 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 go ahead. And then I got uh, Justin Long. Of course, he's gonna be big. Mm-hmm. And I got Rain Wilson. You're going to hear a lot of he's going to be uh, from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses pretty soon. And then that's going to propel him to office fame. This kid's going to be this kid's going places. Rain Wilson. He's going to have a little cameo in there. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And um, I got all these guys. They're all on board. They're just waiting for the money to kick in so we can start shooting this thing in L.A., by the way. We're going to have some some sweet sets. They're going to look just like Star Trek. Uh, you know, the music's going to be good. The, uh, the locations are going to be stellar. I mean... Uh, the ship's going to look great. The costumes are going to look right on point with as far as like looking like Star Trek costumes and stuff. And, um, you know, the action, all the little story arcs are going to like tie in together. The third act is going to be good. Um, you know, they're going to be there's going to be this question, you know, what does the Omega 13 do that we have in this little part in the beginning? Um, and we're going to get an answer to that. And like I said, it's going to be uh, going to be like a. a you know, we're going to set all these things up with like little lines and little like little call. And it's going to be. Oh, you're going to do set up and payoff. I'm going to do set up and payoff for everything. Right. Everything I it's, it, you're going to you're going to be able to you're going to be able to watch this movie over and over again and see all the setups and see all the payoffs. Uh, see little little Tommy, uh, little, little Laredo character like uh, as a kid. And then like um, everything's going to make sense as a kid, you know, he's piloting the ship. Which is actually making fun of Will Wheaton, by the way, mm-hmm. from Star Trek. You know, go to hell, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, so the Laredo character is hilarious. Uh, so he's going to be like, "Why is the little kid piloting the ship?" But that all comes into play because he's got to be like, "I don't know how to pilot the ship." And I'm like, "Well, watch your old episodes." And he's like, "Oh, okay, that's how I do it." It's going to be this great scene where he's got to back up the ship and he's like scratching the sides because he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, all right, so as long as we're making a screwball comedy, I'm all on board. Whoa, 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 easy. Now, this is going to be serious. I mean, we've got serious actors here. All right, you know, we'll, uh, we'll just kind of do... Uh, all right, whatever I got to do to get this, the money funds going, let's just get the thing filmed, and yeah, then we'll know, figure out what it is. You know what? He, uh, I'm just going to give it to you, $45 million. Uh, I'm, I'm Now I'm going to turn my back and not look for like six months. Go ahead and do what you want to do. Thank you. We're not going to be... We're going to have one swear word. Just give me one swear. One big one. Uh, F word. Uh, one F word. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm not listening right now. I, I will come back and probably, you know, six months later. I just want to we'll, cement that it's an R. That's all. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm not listening. Like, I will be back in six months. You, uh, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm going to 
see how it is, and you'd all better be doing what I've been what I've been telling you to do. All right, bye. Uh, all right, see you later. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this I'll, is my uh, office. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I talk to the um, uh, billing about getting um, my first uh, my first uh, payment so I can get the crew going and everything? Sure, 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 sure. sure yeah, sure. and I remember you validated because I'm. I parked the, in the parking lot. Yeah. Okay. It saved me 12 bucks. This has been our weirdest intro. <laughs> this, this has been like, yeah, yeah uh, this has been our weirdest pitch so far. How is it weird? I'm pretty I, thorough. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm saying like, this has been like maybe the most where we've addressed the, uh, where I've addressed the audience or just okay. the way I ended it. I feel like has made it so weird. Well, comparison. I haven't walked out yet. We haven't done the sound yet. Okay, we're just putting it over. I don't know what we're talking right now. Let's, let's, let's just, but like, like seriously, does people care if there's like walking? Well, I think it it solidifies that the pitch is over and we're gonna move on. Okay, door slam. There we go. Boom. Put the, put it right there. Okay. Uh, like, don't even like cut me out. Just put it right there. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. And now it's uh, uh, we're at nostalgia and initial mm -hmm. thoughts. Nostalgia, initial thoughts. Uh, so how, you, how go, we, you go first. Okay. Uh, nostalgia. Uh, I, I've always heard about this film. Mm -hmm. I know it was like a joke movie, a comedy movie that kind of took inspiration from Star Trek. It's kind of all I've ever known. And I know people like reference Tim Allen and things like that. Oh, so before you get started, I'm, I'm super sorry. We forgot to mention that it only made 90.7 million. So it was not successful. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It only made ninety point seven million. That's yep. uh, okay. And as I was as, as I was going about, my initial thoughts on this film are that this movie sucks. No, I'm just kidding. This movie f***ing awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. Isn't it good? It's one of those films where it's like it, you know it's special. Uh, you you know something is special when you look when you you're watching it for the first time and you just like. This really, this this really, this really does feel like it's something. It's something. It, it's It's really unique. Yes. It's really. It, it just spoke to me in a way. It, it spoke to me in the way like Young Frankenstein speaks to me. Is this the first time you saw it? Yeah, it was the first time I've seen it. I've oh, never seen real? it before. Oh wow! So yeah. I, I kind of like uh, 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 brought something to you, like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, we. I mean, we've had that before. We had THX one one three eight. Right. Uh, this is the first time I haven't seen. Uh, this isn't the first time we've done the show and I haven't seen a movie oh, before. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I mean, I, I hadn't seen Sunshine, but, and I hadn't seen THX, THX 1138. Oh, okay. I've heard about uh, Galaxy Quest, uh -huh. but I've never known anything about it other than it's a Star Trek parody. So right. going in, I didn't realize, oh, it's a show within the show? Right. Uh, or it's a movie within a show or something? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Everyone is so great in this film. Sam Rockwell is just hilarious. Isn't he the best? He is great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Don't open that door. <laughs> Is there air on the ship? You don't know. <laughs> and, he holds, and he holds his breath. <laughs> no, no, he's just like. Seems fine to me. What <laughs> is Tony Shalhoub on this in this film? He's just like stoned out he, of his mind. He's so like low key is so funny throughout every, the whole every, thing. Everyone brings out their own kind of comedy. Yes. Uh, Tim Allen is just his unique kind of brand of comedy where it's just like a macho man. He's just kind of like reliving his pet, uh, uh, kind of trying to live in his glory days. Although it's just like, 
yeah, maybe try and move on or do something else. Right. Or, or uh, Alan Rickman is just so straight. Uh, I uh, just every I, I love how he always has the prosthetic on for the, throughout the entire movie. even that one scene where he really doesn't need to have it where he's at his apartment yeah. and it's just like he still has it on and I just I just wrote it it's like take it off <laughs> but it really speaks to his it really speaks to his to like Alan Rickman himself where it's just like I'll, I'll keep it on the entire time uh, <laughs> where he's like uh, what does he call it when you when when you when you take on the role of the actor method acting Mething at, yeah method acting yeah. Uh, uh uh it's just uh alan rickman just like despising the by the hammer <laughs> by grab far's hammer it's just like the 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 the, the, the we're, we're at the parking lot and he's just like by grab far's and he just looks so dead inside it's just yeah. like he looks like he looks like he wants to die and just goes like by grab far's hammer and he just like pauses and he's just like trying to say the words what a savings! <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's it's so much fun. There's this a Sigourney so Weaver yeah, Sigourney humor Weaver. where it's just like she, she, she's clearly qualified for better stuff here. Oh man, she's Ripley. Yeah, and she, it like throughout this film, she is like she does have a commanding presence where where they're on the shuttle, and she's just and uh and Guy is just screaming and she's like calm down. She's like the only one telling him to calm down. <laughs> Uh, Dude, uh, I love her line when she's like, "I got one job on the ship." Yeah, I w <laughs> when when that scene happens, yeah. I'm going like, "Oh, come on, stop it! You're you're getting annoying." Just like just like Tommy. Yeah, and then she's she's like, "I got this one job. It's the only thing I'm good at. Uh, it's the only thing I've got, and I'm gonna do it." It's just like and she's just like, like, "And it's stupid, but yeah. I'm gonna do it." Yeah, it's just like, "Okay, I get it." Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Tommy. Uh, uh, he's just uh, he's just that character that nobody loves, but he actually has some good stuff in here. Uh, uh, Tommy. Um, uh, uh, he he's the pilot. Oh, uh, Laredo. Yeah, Laredo. I, yeah. I I refer to him as Tommy. That's but, fine. Uh, uh, just Sam Rockwell, though. Just his co comedic timing in this film is just great. He's on the money. Where, where, where he first arrives on the ship, and he's just the first one to scream. <laughs> first and only one to scream. And then Tony Shalhoub just appears, and he's just like, oh, that's, what? <laughs> How are you not affected by this? <laughs> yeah, Tim Allen was like, anyone else? Yeah, nope. yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah, Tim Allen's just like a kid in the candy store when it's like all real. It's so oh, and I, I, I can't even just, like, there's so much to gush about, but even like the, the Fermians, yeah, the the femians femians is that how you say it? I thought it was with the T. Yeah, yeah, femians. Oh. I, 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 I'm not good with th noises. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the femians, uh, just the way they act, they're really good at pretending to be human. They look, they, their makeup and everything looks awful. Yeah, but it's because they they are fake human beings. Right, right, right. Uh, they, they're just like when they're walking and everything. Uh, when uh, 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 they just they quite don't get it. No, it, they they they've looked enough to try and replicate it uh, to the point where it's like you probably won't look at it, double look at it at first glance. But once you really start to look at it, it's just like yeah, they're not human. The way they clap, yeah, <laughs> it's just like ah, and uh, uh, the way they talk. The main actor, uh, Mayfazar, the, the, yeah. the, uh, the the leader of them all, uh, he. 
uh, when he was first acting, I, I looked this up, uh, you know, he did everything and they were like, oh yeah, good job. And then he was like, I, I, I uh, before he was leaving, he was like, I want to try one more thing. And then he just did this, mm, uh, Commander Quincy, your presence is requested. You're our last hope. And he said that. And it's just like, everyone was just like, yeah, no, that's what we're doing. That's what, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. That's how they're going to talk. Um, yeah, that's perfect mm -hmm. stuff. Oh my God. The, 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 even though like little, little gags, you might not notice. It's like, it's like when, uh, when, so Gwen, many gags. when Gwen and, uh, when Gwen and Alex are like talking on the phone, they're in like crappy looking apartments, but then you cut to, uh, uh Jason and he's yeah. just in this extravagant mansion. Yeah. It's like, just like top of the mountain. You yeah. Know, overlooks it, everything. Yeah. It's just like, just kind of even just showing how their power dynamics ever, Everyone is in his shadow, and it's just like, re and this is something I have to say: really good character work. Right. Like uh, when I watch a movie like Airplane, I don't really think about the characters. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be thinking about Alex. I'm gonna be thinking about Jason. I'm right. gonna be thinking about Gwen. Like, is that the acting or is that the writing? I I, I think it's a bit of both. Right. I yeah. think everyone, uh, like, I can't see anyone else playing out. Al uh, uh, I can't see Alex. I can't. I I could see maybe other people playing other roles. I can't see anyone else re replacing Alan, Alan Rickman though. Right. He's just like so unique. He, he has like this. Everyone brings their own form of acting talent. I and think it, they they got they got lightning in a bottle in this film. Oh, it's it's actors. very much a Ghostbusters. Uh, or yeah, it, Good where point. it's like yeah, with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and mm -hmm. um, or Star know. Wars. Yeah, I mean they got like an awesome cast. Yes, everyone is just bringing their a game here uh and it's just like everything went wrong uh, it seemed like every from what i looked at everything was going wrong and right at the exact same time right it's awesome stuff but uh i'll just let you go in with that leto sorry uh, oh are you all are you all set with your uh so it's, it's your first time watching it yes and those were your initial thoughts uh i mean there's so many to talk about but i think i've just i think i've talked right. quite enough and maybe we'll just keep it okay so my my nostalgia with the film is I remember when this movie came out. Um, I don't think I saw it in the movie theater. I'm I'm trying to think. Mm -hmm. uh, when did I see this? This happened what 1999. So uh, I know for a fact I rented this at Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, you know you go to Blockbuster. You know you smell the popcorn. You walk in. You see this gigantic um, uh, like wall of um, films. Right. Right. And you start at the beginning. And it's I think alphabetical order, and then you just work all your way, all the way down, and then and then you get to like the really like obscure films mm -hmm. um, towards the end, and then um, you know everything new is is going to be gone. Of course, they only had so many; you couldn't uh, just you know stream it. So I'm oh, sorry. Excuse me. It's alright. So if it had that box behind it, you just like you had this like little bit of. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. Um, you were just like, yeah, you know, excitement, excitement, but like, uh, uh, like adrenaline. Oh, okay. You know, like a burst of adrenaline. Yeah. When, when you actually saw a film that you wanted to watch and it had the the blockbuster bo um, box behind it. Yeah. The, the you know the oh yeah DVD that, cover that feeling where it's like oh is there the, there's this box and uh, there's nothing back behind it. Yeah, I know. Like you can see the the DVD mm -hmm. uh, cover case for it. But if it didn't have the blockbuster box behind it, that means it wasn't available. Mm -hmm. So they kind of teased you. So uh, I know for a fact that I got this from Blockbuster, um, and I got my box of goobers, um, 
and I and I rented it and I watched it with my because ninety nine I was uh, dating my wife, mm-hmm. so I was definitely with her and we definitely saw it together. And um, I don't really have. I mean, I remember liking it, but I don't know if I had like a deep, deep, deep um, connection with it. Right. Oh, something I could just say off the bat that I appreciate about this film is just the script. Everything yeah. is just so well written. I, at the time, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff came out that was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so this was just another good film. Oh, yeah. And then so um, as I was growing up, you know, it's just like, oh, this is another good one. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have, there wasn't a lot of flops. I don't know. People, you know. Yeah. But now you, when you look at movies these days, where it's just like yeah. a lot of it's garbage. A lot of it. Is. And then you look at like Galaxy Quest and it's just like, wow, they really took the time to just like put so much effort into the script. Right. And it's just like. Uh, and didn't rush it or whatever. Like e- they did it right. E- even like it, it, it's very accepting of fans. This, this movie is like not like pointing the finger and laughing at like Trekkies no. or anything. It's just very much accepting. They they play an integral part in the plot. They were they were the reason the. Um, the world got saved. Yes. The the the, the plan. The, the 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 universe. The universe was saved because mm-hmm. the fans knew the the blueprints mm-hmm. of the ship and were able to direct the actors through the through the mazes. Yes. And and you. Oh my God! I love that part so much. That's the it's the best third act I think I've ever seen in a sci-fi film. Why would film. anyone have this? Why would this sh- any ship have this? This episode was <laughs> poorly written. Yeah. <laughs> And that's where they throw out the f bomb, which is hilarious. Well, they, yeah, you don't see yeah. that they overdub. I am almost, I almost appreciate that they didn't throw it in because I, I feel like this is a movie that anyone can watch. Well, I was watching it, and I mm. want to show this to my daughter. She's eleven. Yeah, but I just think Ripley's character at this point—it's just she's just too like even if it's fake, like it's just too much for her to see at this point. I think in her life, I think I have to wait till she's like at least thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, I know. I, I I can't quite relate, so I, I can't comment on that. Gotcha. I think uh, I want to wait a little bit. I want to though. And, but okay, go ahead. So, no, 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 go no, ahead. no. You go. But but you know, it's just like if if that's what you think is best, uh, I can't fault you for that. Just okay. you know, just uh, I, I do feel like it's kind of safer. I mean, like yeah, I feel feel like when I grew up, I saw like I don't know, girls in bikinis and things like it that. It is a I, bikini. Yeah. It's a bikini shot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and she did see, you know, Leia as a slave girl and nothing really happened. So, oh, yeah. I, I uh, But uh, if you look at the behind the scenes stuff, oh, boy, was there some stuff about to happen. <laughs> but, you know, it's just the objectifying of women, you know, mm-hmm. and all, that good, all that good stuff. I got to watch out. Yeah. Um, so um, I bought this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I could rent it. But I saw it like it didn't cost much more to rent to buy it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. This is one I want to have forever. Yeah. Um, because uh, I recently rediscovered this film by watching the documentary. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, Never, Never Give Up, Never Surrender? Yeah, uh, the, the Galaxy Quest documentary. Mm-hmm. And the da- Galaxy Quest documentary just like opened my eyes to how, like I said, this film captured lightning in a bottle and um, didn't make fun of its fans, didn't like, you know, like it, it, um, it respected the fans. It respected the fans because because without the fans, there would be no success. Mm-hmm. And it's an it's it's an homage to the fans. It's a homage to the TV show. It's, a ma- it's an homage to the filmmakers, the TV makers, mm-hmm. the TV show makers. I mean, it's 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 making fun of it, 
but it's not making fun of it. It's kind of like like it's, I think a satire. I think. Oh yeah, I, I, uh, it's a it's a satire. It's it's yeah. uh, it's something where it's like you could tell the filmmakers loved the topic they were making fun Absolutely. of. Absolutely, they it's, loved it's not, it. It's yeah. not like they looked looked at it and it's just like oh this stupid crap it's just like oh we're gonna no. we're gonna throw it all and we're gonna be mean spirit there's no mean spiritedness in this film no I mean, absolutely not there's there's some dramatic moments and there's some heartbreaking moments but i wouldn't say it's mean spirited right no it's not mean spirit it's not made in just it's like all because they love it they love the source material and um they respect it and and you can tell although on the topic of like trekkies and fans and whatnot mm -hmm. You know, it's fine asking actors certain questions about projects. Don't ask actors about technical aspects on how, like, starships work. That's something that they will never know. Ask the writers. Right. Yeah, the writers are, writers are good people to ask these kind of questions about. The, and the writers never make this. The, the, are the writers in the, in the... Are those guys ever, like, in convention circuits? I mean, they're the reason that their actors have these roles. I think, I think they might show up every now and then. Do they? I mean, just people just don't know them. But yeah. with IMDb these days, you should be able to mm -hmm. find these and Wikipedia. So um, I also remember the company DreamWorks yeah. starting up. And I think this was a big deal because I think a bunch of Hollywood directors and filmmakers got together to make this. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I was saying, Harold Ramis was originally going to direct. Right. And uh, unfortunately, he didn't like Tim Allen. So it's just like he kind of pulled out. That's too bad. Uh but uh, I, I think like Steven Spielberg Steven was Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah, a bunch of Hollywood big, mm -hmm. big shots, and like I'm like it was cool because it was kind of like Image Comics, like a bunch mm -hmm. of like great like you know uh, comic book draw uh, artists and stuff got together and made Image Comics, and they got to do their own thing. So it's kind of like you know in that same kind of like mm -hmm. um, uh, field that they were not field, but like the same kind of like thing that was happening. I don't, I can't say it any better than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, like I said, and then Sam Rockwell's character, just like, um, just the fact that the, they played with the trope of that, um, the crew member, the red shirts getting killed, and like, there's a whole thing about him, and he's all worried throughout the whole. His name film. is his name is literally Guy. Guy, it's just Guy. <laughs> uh, and, and I I watched it. I rewatched it a second time. Oh, you I, did. And I and I was like looking for it. So like, do they say his name at all? And unless I somehow missed it, they'd never say his last name up until the very end. But they, but there's a joke about it. It was like, what's my last name? Yeah, it's it's like, <laughs> it, 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 I, I interpret that joke almost in two ways, where it's like, one, it's either he's literally forgotten his last name, or two, it's like, do any of you know my name? If, if, if you don't, then that proves my point that I'm just expendable. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. But then he gets a story arc. He's like, because Tony's character goes, um, maybe you're not just the expendable guy maybe you are the comic you know comedic plucky comedic, comedic yeah plucky comedic relief right plucky comedic and then he's like yeah yeah and then he <laughs> and gets then a gun get, then he gets confidence and then he and then he becomes in the uh, in the next show he becomes the chief of security <laughs> guy freak man <laughs> freak, <yeah>. stupidest sounding <laughs> last name ever <laughs> it's so good dude this whole movie guy fleeg man fleegman yeah something funny like that it's so good so i'm running down my notes here so I mean, Alan Rickman was amazing, capturing this the angst of everything. Um, you know, being tight cast. Um, I think um, you know Tim Allen was like pro the show, mm -hmm. which I I'm, I think I remember like um, uh, Spock, uh, Spock, not Spock, um, Shatner, Shatner, like Kirk. Kirk, Kirk, kind of like not being cool with the show. 
when I was growing up. Oh, you, you remember Shatner just trying to distance himself yeah, from it? Yeah, so it was cool that this character in this story mm. loved the idea of him be of himself being in the show and it being, uh, you know, while he was in the convention, obviously at home, he was like a whole different person. Kind of reminds me of Adam West after he did Batman. It's just like everyone wanted to typecast him. And he, w he was asked like, do you regret being Batman? And he was just like, never. Uh, that was such a fun time and I don't regret being a part of it. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that's cool. And then Adam West kind of has like that same kind. I mean, that that Batman kind of has that mm -hmm. same kind of vibe as as Tim Allen. I just I just love just all the setup or just the lines that aren't wasted when he's like talking to the Femians at the convention. It's just like make sure there's a limo at my house. Yeah, and they and and they they brought the limo. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> Nothing uh, is wasted. Also, those kids that, at the convention that were making fun of them. Uh huh. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, you know they suck and all, but. They p probably paid to go to that convention. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So like, it's what were they doing there? Yeah. Uh, apparently, this is based off of something that happened to Shatner in oh, real life, where it's it's like he based was based on truth. Yeah. So it's, good comedy is always based on truth. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, there's so much to talk about. I just love all the aliens mm -hmm. in the convention. It's just like all of them are dressed up as aliens that assumingly existed on the show right and it's just like there's so many of them and it's just like you didn't need to put in that effort but you did dude the whole it was a smorgasbord mm -hmm. of like uh like filmmaking and 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 and, and the like what do they call the background um acting or uh, background characters right not the background character but everything in the in the background is there's a name for it I, it escapes me right now but I, the, the production you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh the the production of it you know oh, yeah set set design or whatever yeah yeah set design well all of that just like was to the top top level and, and craft i mean like you said they were all like um star trek mm -hmm. um inspired um aliens yeah like, like they could, were slightly kind of, off you can kind of tell the ones that are like klingons yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and I, apparently those klingons when they're in the bathroom they have to go for a really long time <laughs> at the same time too. yeah yeah uh Kind of uh, like what we got to do here sometimes. One key, two mm. men. <laughs> uh, oh god, this. So uh, Justin Long's character, and I know this from watching the uh, the uh, the documentary, which I mm. highly recommend you watch. It, I, I'm I'm going to tell you right it now. It is a true uh, never give up, never surrender documentary. Yes, yeah. it's real, and mm. and they do a great job. And like I said, I rediscovered this film watching that documentary because it was free on Prime. I and I, uh, I, I was w looking up some stuff yesterday and I saw a segment where they talked about Alan Rickman and it just... Everything is amazing yeah. in that documentary. Mm -hmm. um, the documentary is just as good as Galaxy Quest. And this is more so though, it's like been years later afterwards. Oh yeah, and oh it's, yeah. It's like, uh, what, what what was it, released in 2019 or something? I think it's fairly new, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I don't want to spoil too much of that, just 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 a, a little bit of Justin Long's character, mm -hmm. um, and everything will make sense after I say it. Um, Justin Long channeled um, Marty McFly, yeah, uh, as his basis for his character, and like I didn't know that initially watching it, but I saw the documentary, and then he exposes that, and then I watch it now, and I'm like, oh my god, he's totally doing Marty McFly, he talks like him, and everything. So it's so it's a little bit of Back to the Future, you know, science fiction. Mm -hmm. So um i thought that was great that was amazing and that's awesome like acting on on his on his uh, part just so much setup being at the convention they're just wasting no time like as soon as alan rickman says i'm not going to say that line i know later he's going to say the line in a meaningful way i didn't realize how sad and emotional it would be it's just like 
just the scene when Quellick dies. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, uh, it, 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 it's just so much, there's like so much meaning in that one moment where it's just like, uh, you know, Alan Rickman gets the dramatic moment because he's the most dramatic actor out of all of them. Uh, uh, you know, appeasing a fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, he won't do it in the beginning. He wouldn't do it at the beginning, but it's just like he's at that moment, he's kind of realized how much his role has like affected people. Right. It's just like, it, it's an important role. It's, it's something that people idolized him for. And they didn't know it. Like mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't, they, uh, they were so busy being jealous mm-hmm. at Tim Allen's character that they didn't realize mm-hmm. the effect that their characters had on other people. Like they, they didn't see it. They were blind to that. And all of them, like the rest, of the, like the the bank, because they didn't get, they didn't reap the rewards mm-hmm. of financially. Yeah, but like, um, like emotionally, mm-hmm. they were like they were just as beloved by the fan base, but they were like shut off from that at the beginning of the film. But because they went through this experience, and they got to see themselves, you know, loved by these new alien guys. Um, I think they got an appreciation for their characters as well towards, you know, by the end, which is like a group story arc almost. You know what is, is something I'm just realizing about this film? Huh. You could refer to the actors as two of the characters and you'd probably be justified in thinking that way. You could either refer to Tim Allen as Quincy or Jason and you, you no one would probably correct you on that. Like, uh, it's just something I'm just realizing right now. It's like I refer to... Uh, you know, Tommy as Tommy, and you refer to him as Laredo. Yeah, and I just go, yeah. And I just go like, I, 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 I'm not going to correct you on that. It's just, just like, because th- they really get into their roles by the end. They yeah. really do kind of become their characters. Uh, I, I, I think what happens is when they when they sh- all show up on the ship, mm-hmm. and the um, what do they call the the um, Themians? Themians. When they um, see their see their their favorites on on this on the ship and they were going through their names all mm-hmm. like all slow and they're all like you know uh sigourney weaver's uh character and they're like saying her name and they're all like wow and then and it's just like everyone gets like their second you know yeah. of appreciation i think that's when they start to change oh uh, i'm just now thinking of just you're now making me feel that scene and then they get, cut to guy and he goes like crewman number 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 six guy Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they even give Guy a little what's up. You yeah, know? it's just like you were you were a crewman on that show. Right. Uh uh Oh god, there's I, I took so many notes watching this film. Oh I'm uh, I'm, I'm already just, yeah just I'm like that blink blink and you miss it cameo of Dwight uh of rain wilson yeah so many people like it's like i was saying in the in the the pitch so many people like got their start in this film oh you're right right yeah Yeah. uh rain wilson justin long corbin blue i just go like corbin blue was in this film i guess uh uh who's driving that car the limousine now that i think about it like when they're driving is, is there just a, a oh there's like nobody <laughs> yeah i'm just thinking about it. it's just like is is it a weird looking spaceship or is it actually like i don't know uh that's a good question i i just love how when they're in the limousine tim allen is just like when when uh missy piles uh character just looks at him it's just like ah! he's not like freaked out or anything he's just like <laughs> so well, un- so uninterested because he's just used to these type of people yeah 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 he's and just, they're not acting any different than someone would be acting in front of them mm-hmm. in a convention 
He's so uninterested to this point where it's just like, yeah, okay. I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> Wake me when we get there. Yeah, they're like, her Her translator's not working. And she's like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, apparently. So I told you how it's like everyone uh, uh, based their performance off of the ma- main uh, Mafazar. Right. Uh, apparently the director would keep on saying to like everyone, yeah, uh, when, whenever Mafazar would act, the director would go like, go to everyone else and just go like yeah do that yeah <laughs> dude they, they nailed it mm-hmm. but um and here's the thing um this film actually transcended its source material and became its own this, like convention its own people mm-hmm. follow it people dress up like this yeah and 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 dress up as as all the characters and everything it's so like you said meta like it's so it, you know what I mean? This this film is legitimately a a really good Star Trek movie. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's something I wrote before I even knew anything about it. I just watched this film, and then when I got to the end, like the last wrote, note I wrote the first time watching is this is a good Star Trek film. It, it is. It, it is a great. It's a great story in itself, just like Spaceballs was mm-hmm. for uh, for Star Wars. Yeah, this is the Spaceballs of of Star Trek. Yeah, um, although I, although I think there might be. Uh, although I think Galaxy Quest might be a bit more better than Spaceballs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mel Brooks just goes for the whole, like, mm-hmm. you know. Goofy gag. Yeah, low-hanging fruit every once in a while. This I, goes for the high-hanging fruit. I'm more so partial to Young Frankenstein than anything. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's just like, there's just such a heart there that I really appreciate rather than... Uh, Blazing Saddles is hilarious. It's It's hysterical. It's a great comedy. But I think this is more so just it's something I laugh at, but it's not like laughing frequently. I I laugh, I, I laugh, but I just appreciate the film more so than anything because it's a really just good overall film. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a great story mm-hmm. um, in itself. Like even if it wasn't like uh, trying to point back to its source, like mm-hmm. it's in itself great story. Like a, a washed up actor. Mm-hmm having a chance to one redeem himself and two actually play the part of his life for real mm-hmm. um and and bring all his friends along yeah to, so for them to do the same thing because as soon as he finds out it's real the first thing he wants to do is tell everybody he wants to go back it's yeah just, it's just like guys 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 this is amazing i've been i've been in space <laughs> I, I was I, I was with these aliens i was with these femians or or termites i don't know i was kind of hung over <laughs> yeah but he wants to bring everybody along which is yeah. hilarious because i mean he's finally like mm. he's finally because because at the beginning he doesn't need them or whatever right yeah. and he, he kind of like just like if he was a commander he was he's separate from him but when he finds this is real like he wants them and then they resist you know because they're like oh mm-hmm. he, he's he's finally one of us you know but he, but I don't know when he when he finds out it's real. He goes back to the crew and he's like, "I want you guys to be a part of this. You mm-hmm. guys got to be a part of this." Um, it, it's like the line he gives at the beginning when he's like, you know, still invested with the fans. It's like uh, something along the lines of, "A commander is only as good as his crew," or something. And it's just it feels like that with the characters, and it feels like that with the actors. Everyone just uh, 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 fits together with with each other so well. Well, by the end, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's I mean, a disconnect in the beginning. Oh, no, disconnect at the beginning. But, you know, everyone comes together again so well. But yeah. the actors, like, also fit together so well. Right. Just, like, 
apparently Alan Rickman really hated Tim Allen, and it's just like he used that. <laughs> yeah. He used that because his actor yeah. hates Don't Tim. They call Allen. him like somebody calls him. He calls him a hack. Yeah, like Tim Allen calls him a hack and everything. A talentless hack. Yeah, and then they're like fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. That, that was probably all like real and everything. You never yeah. know. You never know where they're, where they're getting their motivation from, which he's like, find the rock monster. He's like, find the rock monster's motivation. Try try shove something down its throat. It doesn't have a throat. <laughs> it's a rock. Oh, man. It was so much. This movie's just so much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so we t- should we dovetail into the meanings, uh, uh, the interpretations? I feel like we've almost kind of gone into that. Well, I mean, I got a bunch more. Okay. Um, so it's, I think it's a little bit of survival of the fittest, uh, uh kind of action, uh, uh, kind of bit, you know, when actual- act, actors will ev- inevitably hit that point where it's just like, they can't really get any work anymore. And it's a sad truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like, like wrestling, you know, you got your, hey, you got your heyday, you get your championship belt mm-hmm. and then it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Where it's just like, you're trying to relive your glory days. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a part sometimes getting cast at a show is just like people won't see you as anything else it's like uh almost like what happened with robert pattinson robert pattinson when he was cast in twilight everyone wanted him just kind of be that Mm -hmm. he was like no and then he went to go and do indie things and now he's just like kind of he's kind of he was able to like move beyond his twilight status well let me ask you this Mm -hmm. harry potter oh yeah can you see him as anything other than harry potter are we talking um, uh, Randall Daniel uh, Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, uh, I I see him in other things. Uh, I mean, of course, my mind kind of goes to Harry Potter, but it's just like I respect that he's just kind of done other things. You know, he's done he's he's done like all these indie things. He's playing Weird Al. Did you hear that? Hear about that? Oh no, I didn't know that. He's they're doing a biopic about Weird Al, and he's going to be playing Weird Al Yankovic. I love biopics. Yeah, I think those are the one of the best genres going i think uh, i think weird al himself is involved so it's just like i'm interested in that so that's one of my themes as well is like being tight cast in hollywood mm-hmm. and um and outstaged by other actors mm-hmm. and you stole all my lines yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you steen stealer you seen stealer <laughs> and having all that resentment and everything mm-hmm. and just being petty and just like not seeing the forest for the trees and like wanting it all and being greedy and um and that's a line you know what i mean um you know you gotta you gotta fight for you know you can't i don't know you can't you can't be a nice person you gotta you gotta you gotta fight for for your right to 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 act Mm -hmm. you know and do the craft and he he says that alan rickman says that he never respected the craft yes (laughs) oh man there's just so much more uh there's a scene when tim allen just steal uh just like uh, sacrifices himself and all Alan Rickman could do is just go like, oh, you're stealing the hog light again. You're hog lighting the spotlight again. Right. I mean, it's just commenting on itself. It's just yeah. it's, it's commenting. It's it's so funny. But it's doing it right. I don't know. It's like, it's not annoying. It's mm-hmm. doing it the right way or something. There's even the moment where it's just like, the I, I don't like the liar reveal trope. Uh, it's just like where you have to, you know, you've been living a lie throughout most of the film and right. then it's just like, okay, now time to pull the curtain away. Uh, they don't linger on all these annoying things. They don't know, uh, linger on the fact that no one believes Tim Allen because, like, you know, he's trying to explain himself. And then they just show up. And it's just like, oh, no, they're right here. And then it's just like, they, you know, they go away. Uh, the uh, the rest of the cast walk away for a bit. They go into a bus and they go like, yeah, he's probably drunk. Uh, do you think he was offering us a job? No, he was drunk. And then they, they just go and rush. 
they rush they to rush. try and get get into the story. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's just it's so much time is not wasted. That's like, that's like, funny. Even even when the liar reveal thing happens, there's no, no none of that bit where it's like the the aliens go like you lied to us or anything. It's just like they actually think it was a deception. Yeah. They think it was just like, oh, you were deceiving your deception was a deception. Cleverly done, Commander Quincy. And they just, they don't bother telling the truth. It's just like, yeah, you know what? Just believe what you want to believe. That's funny. Mm -hmm. I have that in there. It's one of the themes. Deception and lies. Yeah. Uh, That's that's, that's common. Uh, Malthazar, you know, we lied, lying and everything. I have that in there as as one of the uh, themes. It's, it's. uh, How to, you know, how how to deal with it. Because, I mean, that's kind of like the catalyst for, like, the mm -hmm. whole thing. They don't want to, like, reveal that they're actors and they're not the real people Mm -hmm. and break these people's spirit. Because, I mean, they went to all this trouble to build the ship and the costumes and and, and have all this stuff and bring them there. And and they don't, they don't want to let them down. You've done far more damage than I ever could have. Right. Just like. What? How much should you lie about, and how much should you tell the truth? You know, right? Uh, apparently, in this case, you should never tell the truth, <laughs> uh, 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 or tell the truth when you think you can. Li- when, when the truth can also be ca- uh, viewed as a lie. Yeah, it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's some weird stuff. I mean, back and forth. Uh-huh. Oh, this movie is just like. Me- you know, there are movies that are meta, like Deadpool or things like that. But this movie is meta to like an extreme, where it's just like not looking at the audience, just like you're just trying to figure this all out. It's just like, is this really a Star Trek movie? Is this a parody? Is this a satire? The characters are kind of become the the actors are sort of becoming their characters, right? Uh, it's actors playing actors. Just like, oh my lord, there's so many layers to this film. So many layers, so great, and it's mm-hmm. all wrapped up in a nice little what, like hour and a half package. That that ending, yeah. When they when they crash in, that would be the most awesome convention intro ever. Oh, it, it, it looks like a convention because they yes. all like walk out one at a time. Yes. And the guy from the kids in the hall is like, <laughs> everyone's coming out in their least uh, uh, from least popular to most popular. Right. Uh, it's just <laughs> it's just like, and then when. When uh, Saris comes out yeah. and he's just like, I'm gonna, ki-. I, I, he, he he looks like uh, some just weird alien that they just brought on board. Right. It and it's just like, like Tim Allen. Just a like, roll. It, it's a heroic moment. And also it's a, it's very goofy looking in, in a way. But it's still, it's something that you would probably like stage at mm-hmm. one convention. You would stage at a convention. <laughs> it, look, it still looks like that. It's not just perfect writing. Yes. It's, it writes itself at that point. The story is writing itself and you mm-hmm. can tell. Like this is what would happen. They would crash land right back in the convention. Mm-hmm. They're right back on stage. They all come out one at a time, all like you said, popularity wise. And then they have a little they have a little action mm-hmm. scene. And then everyone's clapping and, and just do, just do the role. Yeah. The the role is a setup and payoff. The role. Moment. Exactly. I I said the role. He mm-hmm. does the role. He does the role. I didn't catch that till this watch. Yeah. About the role. It's just like, do you really need to keep doing that? And then he does it at the end. <laughs> He's just like this cool little moment. There's so many classic setups mm-hmm. and 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 payoffs. It's it's not even funny. Um, you can you can just, you can do a drinking game to them. Oh god, yeah. Um, so this is a film where the fandom, mm-hmm. the fandom saves the day. We talked about this. Yes. Um, uh, all their knowledge of you know all the backstory, all the you know all the behind the scenes. Just ba- just background characters get a moment to shine. Where, where, where when uh, they've done, done they've done it. They saved the day. And then uh, Jason looks over to the crowd and he sees Justin Long and the, all the others. And right. Just like salutes them. Right. It's just like they get their little moment. Everybody gets a moment, dude. Everybody gets a little arc. Everybody gets like at the beginning, they mm. were like shunned. They were like dismissed. They were like, oh, you guys don't know what you're doing. But guess what? 
Tim Allen's like, I know the guy who's gonna freaking show us what to do, and he calls yeah. Jason, Justin Long. And he's and at first he's like, "You're right, it is fake and everything. I apologize. It's all real." <laughs> oh my god, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just like everybody wants to feel that, like what Justin Long gets in that moment like yeah. everybody who watches star trek or star wars or something wants to believe this stuff is real that's yeah. that's why we take it so seriously and dress up also and how, make it real in our real lives how amazing is it that they like these the, the writers the writers for galaxy quest not the movie the show they must uh, have done some really good science because the the fact that the Femians were able to make this ship work <laughs> just like they were able apparently the writers must have been like gods when it comes to like writing scientific uh, sci-fi it's just like uh, oh yeah because <laughs> like they they somehow were able to get the beryllium core they yeah, got they got, everything they got worked. all these things the omega 13 worked right the omega 13 it's yeah. just like they break, bro broke it down to its core it's just like oh the the tractor beam you know it yeah. all worked there it's just like they they somehow knew how to the do guns it's just like these guys should be working for nasa <laughs> yeah but then they get all like mm. they also get um uh, called out for for putting in needless uh, stakes and needless like you know chomping things yeah well i mean that guy probably just got fired <laughs> after that it's just like probably he was probably just one of those writers where it's like okay we're looking for new talent <laughs> what there's conveyors in this one area yeah, yeah okay you're that, not getting any more work after this that guy probably wrote a spec script and they wrote and yeah. then they they made that that one and then he's probably the showrunner or whatever mm -hmm. so anyways um um so yeah, so, so a lot of good versus evil, which is good classic themes, you know what I mean? You, you know, the bad guys, serious, like there's no redemption. Um, I, I want to ask you, how do you, sure. feel, how do you feel about Ceres? I like, um, I, I, like I said, he's got proper, I mean, I don't know what his real motivation is, but like, do you ever know in Star Trek? I mean, I guess you do in some of Aliens, but mm. you just know he's evil right from the get go. You know, he's bad. He's, they say he's bad, mm -hmm. that he's, you know, hunting these um, other aliens down for whatever reasons. Um, I love how he gets um, attacked by Tim Allen's character, just like, oh, uh, just fire both uh, full particle cannons and uh, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. And like calls him a lobster head. Oh, and then you cut back to him later and he's just like, he's actually damaged. He's lost an eye, he's lost <laughs> right. a hand. One eye, it's, just, yeah. it's just like, you don't you don't need to include those details, but they do it. <laughs> yeah, they, they change him up that he got yeah. attacked. So um, what are your thoughts on Cirrus? I, I know I like the character. Uh, I I think I heard something out there where it's like Saris is bland. Uh, I think he's very serviceable for this film. I sure. feel like he's like you know, uh, you you never really get a, a moment where it's like a a villain has to realize, oh I'm going up against actors. Is <laughs> are you serious? This is hysterical. Exactly. Uh, like he knows what an actor he, is. He, he's he works perfectly for this film. I think. It's I just think like even though job. he's. Even though you don't know a lot about him, right? He has this really, like, even the prosthetics, like you know, you were talking about the the the, the wings. wings, yeah. But there's also the, just the moment where it's just like he has this shoulder pad. It's just, it's just like it's just moving on its own. It's just like you don't it, you did, you. I I don't know how many times to say it. You didn't have to include that, but you just made him look so cool. Or his or his like his his like legs yeah. at the top of his head. Yeah, those little tentacles up there. You're right. Uh uh. I, so I think. Saris is is a perfect villain for this movie. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I agree one hundred percent. He, he, uh, he, he's actually. This is something uh, like comedies do need to include. You do need 
do need to have a sense of threat in certain certain situations like this. Right. And I fully believe that Ceres could kill you. Oh, did you see when he puts up that mm -hmm. his his second in command's head? Uh, it's just like for failing to uh, put up the shields in time. <laughs> yeah. So it was good. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think Ceres does a great job. Mm -hmm. I never have a problem with him. Um, I love his little wings that open up and they don't really go super far. So yeah. that's kind of like funny. <laughs> but they just open up like a little bit. Oh my god! I'm so just, I'm that, just, that makes me laugh. We're probably just going to keep gushing about the film. Uh, I but th is it impossible to cringe at that one moment when they're taking the ship out for the first time? Oh, it's you're cringing because the, the it's getting scratched up. Oh yeah, I know. But is it? I'm, I'm asking. Is it impossible? Oh. Like, is there is there anyone out there who just won't cringe? You're going. <laughs> uh, yeah. It literally makes makes you want to like. Mm. Uh, Take the controls over and try to try to do you, it yourself. You want to be like guy, <laughs> yeah. just like just move it to the, just move it to the right. It's so good, it's so good. They they do a great job of knowing mm -hmm. what you're thinking and and just like you said with Sigourney Weaver, she's like she's getting annoying, and then someone says that she's getting yeah. annoying, and uh, and then she and then she does a good ex good job explaining why she keeps uh, why she keeps doing it. Right, it's, it's the only thing she's got. It's the only thing she's got, right? And she does it all the time, and you you just laugh. Mm -hmm. Um. So the main guy gets all the attention usually, mm -hmm. but in this film, the rest of the crew gets their gets their due, gets their time. We talked about that earlier too. Yes. So that was another thing I, I put down for my themes. He he gets a, uh, I mean, Jason gets a good dramatic moment where he has to tell the truth and everything. Right. And it's just like, yeah, lying is kind of acting. Uh, acting is kind of lying, and it's just it, I'm so sorry, but it's just like you know you you wanted to have fun and uh, you know. Tim, Tim, uh, Jason and the others just kind of wanted to have fun at this moment. Just when things came to the worst, it's telling the truth at the worst, worst possible moment. It's just like right. it's just like completely, almost breaks him down. It's just like, uh, 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 but uh, yeah, this is just like uh, this movie has really great dramatic moments as well. Right, just like it's that all around awesome film. But uh, with Alan. Rickman, you know, he, uh, uh, Alex, he, you know, he gets the mo probably the most dramatic moment, uh, the, the most like emotional moment. Isn't that fitting? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just it just works. Everything works. Um, so do you have any stories behind the stories, Raj? Ah, oh, shh, dude. So, yeah, I mentioned Harold Ramis. Yeah. Apparently, when this was in theaters, you know, you get two formats. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, when, when you're watching this, you know it's the original, the old show format. Uh -huh. And then when you're at the at the, uh, and then uh, once the show's over, it goes to you know the traditional format. Okay. But apparently in theaters there were three formats. Three. Yeah. Uh, first one is the show format. Two. The second one is after the show ends, it gets a little little longer. And then once Tim Allen, you know, is about to leave the ship for the first time. Uh, the the screen gets even larger. It's like opening the uh, 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 it's opening it's the audience like Tim Allen is having his eyes open. It's just like wow, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, Allen Allen Rickman hated Tim Allen, but uh, I guess he he got some appreciation for him after the you know liar revealed scene, and apparently he's he he was quoted saying, "Oh my God, I think he just experienced acting." Because uh, he hated that Tim Allen was just so jokey throughout the entire film. Right. Well, he's a comedian. Yeah. What do you expect? Apparently, the Star Trek cast loved this film. Oh, good. Uh, uh, Jonathan Frakes saw it and loved it. And he said, Patrick, Patrick, you got to go watch this film. And he's just like, Patrick was like, 
not wanting to see it. He's just like, eh, it just feels like it's going to be making fun of Star Trek. And then he, uh, Jonathan Frakes convinced him, and then Patrick went to go see it, and then he loved it. Right. Uh, so what's not to love about this film? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver really wanted to distance herself from Ripley in this film. Okay. So that's why she's just... It's funny in of itself. Sigourney Weaver, one of the greatest sci-fi chicks, uh, uh, actresses of, right. of, her, of, of all time, just playing a sex symbol, basically, right, or, exactly. or, 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 or eye candy. Eye candy, right. Uh, uh, during the shuttle scene, Sam Rockwell wanted to get a little method, and he just over-caffeinated. <laughs> That's why he's so energetic <laughs> in that film, in that moment. That's so good. Uh, I told you about how Mathazar's actor did the vocal exercise. Yep. That, um, uh, uh, so the ship that they use in this film, it says NTE. Do you know what that stands for? No. Not the Enterprise. Ah, there you go. Uh, the uh, valley they shoot at uh, when they're on the desert planet. Yep. That is Goblin Valley, Utah. There's just like I've, it looks very Star Trek-y. Uh, uh, after the disastrous marketing they did for the film, they went uh, uh, and, you know, the first week it didn't do so good, and then it started to pick up the second week. Uh, I think some people in charge of the marketing said, "Like, I really wish we marketed the way it should have been." Yep, because the, the marketing made this look like a screwball comedy, and it should not have done that. That's what I'm saying. Is like I don't think I saw it in the movie theater. This is this is why I was so like adamant about it because apparently that's what they were doing. Because apparently there was uh, a lot of. Uh, they, they were competing with a lot of films that month. Apparently, c certain films Dreamers had made weren't doing so well. Uh, and, uh, oh, there was a disastrous thing that happened with Gladiator where the guy who played the Emperor died. The, oh. His actor died, and it's just like, oh, God, we're, we're, we're kind of losing money here. Uh, how, how's Galaxy Quest doing? Oh, God, we got we to gotta appeal to everyone. We got to make a G. Yeah. We got to make a PG. Yeah, that's not... It's so weird. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to speak to that right now. They got the writing right. Mm -hmm. They got the casting right. They got the special effects right. They got the story right. They got everything right. Mm -hmm. Everything right filmmaker-wise. Filmmaking-wise, right? Everything. The um, story arcs, everything. But then the marketing, mm -hmm. the marketing, the business end fails them. Oh, yeah. It fails them big time. I, this movie could have been the next, um, I don't know, makes for real like it, it, it could have been, been its own like thing it could have been its own it would uh like a franchise uh if i can talk sure. talk about that absolutely it was going to be uh recent uh, in in a couple of years back or like maybe in 2017 they were gonna make a tv show and a lot of the people were gonna come back this would have been great but you know what happened yeah alan rickman died yeah yeah he passed away uh, apparently, they had even shot some stuff. I think. Well, here's the thing, Raj. I don't mean to steal all your thunder, okay? But all of this is in the the documentary. Oh no, this is stuff I was just looking yeah, up. This is a, all it, documentary touches on all of this stuff. Uh, did they mention? This is the last thing I got. Did they mention that grab heart uh, by Grabfar's hammer line was just a placeholder? No, no, uh, I don't think they. They might have, maybe. I don't that know. was just some line that came up, and <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> it was a placeholder, but. Uh, they were like, okay, we'll we'll get re we'll replace it soon. But it, it, apparently, it was so well known that the cast and crew just loved it, and they just kept it in. Oh, it just makes so much sense. It doesn't need to be explained. You you know what kind of line that means? What it means? 
<laughs> you it, know? It, it sounds like live long and prosper. It does. If, yeah. You kind of think, if you kind of listen, it's just like by Grabhar's hammer. It, and live long the, and prosper. And at the end, mm-hmm. um, there's a shot of Alan Rickman, and then his, the, the big his his big head is behind him, and he's saying it. Mm-hmm. And Alan Rickman's almost like proud of it. You know what I mean? Uh, well, at the beginning, it just look, looks like he's just like. That's in, that's in the beginning. I'm talking yeah. at the end. When, oh, yeah. When he's, he's embraced it. Every, yeah. This, this is something where it's just like everyone has embraced their roles. And I feel like the reason they continue the show at the end of the film is almost out of respect for the Femians. It's, it's just kind of. Okay. Yeah. Because like they'll probably kill, still keep watching. Right. And so they'll probably just be like, we have a, a renewed love interest and we'll just kind of keep doing it for the Femians. You, you probably make some. Uh, uh, deductions there. It, sure, and then the, the those those guys, those Athenians, those aliens, kind of like represent like the fans, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. The, and, it, taking it to another level and, and building these, um, building these real life versions mm-hmm. of this of the thing, and they can even make sense. I even even they they even say like, oh, it was just a small little model, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and you know, here yeah. here they are, they're on the bridge of it for real. Yeah, um, their version of it. And it's funny because, like, um, I just found out the Star Wars fans, and this is not anything new. I found it recently, like, real-life versions of, like, lightsabers, you know? Oh, yeah. That, like, uh, Tom here brought one in. I think we might have even talked about it. I think I saw Allison had one. Oh, yeah. She's got one, too. It's, like, these real-life versions of these things. And, like, they're really lightsabers that light up and sound. I actually have a lightsaber uh, that's, like, uh, I got it when I was younger. Uh Uh, I got... I got it as a Christmas present. It's like a little lightsaber that's like long and everything. Uh-huh. It's got the blade, but it's like glass. And once you like turn it on, it just like goes like it it it, it looks uh, it lights up. Right. So it's not it's not like one of those that detracts. Uh huh. It's uh it's more like kind of something you display than anything. Wow. And um like exactly just like that uh, that uh, level uh, of detail. I've been to Galaxy Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge. And that's like a whole like a theme park. I mean, and the level of detail on that, just in the lines of stuff. I mean, I'm telling you, they they've, they've thought about mm-hmm. this. And they're like, you do not lose um, the illusion that you're in a Star Wars world yeah. when you go to Galaxy's Edge. I highly recommend it. Um, go ahead. Uh, to, to just what I said was saying about my lightsaber. I'll just, when, when this episode comes out, I'll, send, I'll uh, put on our Instagram just a picture of what my lightsaber looks like. Okay, cool. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, just send me the link. And then, um, so is that all you're behind? Yeah, that's all you're behind the scenes. That's everything I got. So uh, mine is um, something I haven't, uh, hasn't been brought up, Sam Rockwell's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about this in a documentary, which I highly recommend everyone watch because we're going to miss out. They're gonna, there's some stuff we're not going to talk about, but this is the stuff that I took from it. Um, Sam Rockwell was, at the time, trying to make it in Hollywood more, right? He was mm-hmm. an up and coming. He wasn't like, you know. He wasn't Sam, Sam Rockwell. Right. As was, we know him. Right, exactly. He's still, he's still like up and coming. So he was very serious. He's like a serious actor. Mm-hmm. And so um, so he was, that's like what he, what, you know what I mean? Uh, that's what his angle was. But like he was playing this like wacky character guy and overacting and everything. But um, so he, I don't think, and he talks about this in the documentary, he doesn't like appreciate what he was involved with back then but like mm. now looking back he does because he was too busy being like a serious up-and-coming actor well i think part of the reason he uh, like he he was hesitant to like like do the films but then he realized i think he's like oh this can kind of show off my talent it just uh they could see like you he's, know i'm playing one character and i can play another character 
Yeah, and, and like seriously, like his, this is must be might be his breakout role. Maybe, maybe not. But like people will remember. I think people whenever they talk about it, it's like the guy from Galaxy Quest, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like he's so. It, it can't be stated enough just how funny he is. He's super funny. It's just like I, I'm just jazzed to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's even in line trying to get like an autograph oh, yeah. at one point, and he's like, "You might not know me, but I was in the I was in your show, like yeah. episode eighty one. Ah! Remember? <laughs> yeah. I got eaten by a snake or something. I don't know. Uh, I think it was a lava monster or yeah. something. He got disintegrated by lava. And he's introducing him, and they, they don't know him, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean? They're he, so dismissive of him. He, he he's not even supposed to be on the ship. He just show he just comes with yeah he's just like i want to come along yeah like like you know uh, kind of like how those red shirts kind of work they just yeah. kind of like showed up and walked into the shot and and just went down to the planet got killed i just love that he's that red shirt that got to become a character i know isn't that a great arc yeah that's a great arc i'm telling you this is good stuff this is good stuff um so yeah um my only story behind the story is this wasn't supposed to be a, this wasn't you know, as, as we've talked already mm -hmm. this is not supposed to be a movie for 10 year olds it was supposed to be a, an r-rated or pg-13 and there's um, some like behind the scenes footage of like sigourney weaver you get if you get people watch if you people watch this you see like it's like her bra goes like way down <laughs> or yeah. her shirt goes way down to reveal her bra and you just go like oh that's just gonna happen out of nowhere but there's this one scene where sigourney weaver is trying to seduce the aliens and she's just like pulling down her bra, uh, pulling down her shirt, revealing her bra. And I guess the aliens are going to like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, then she goes like, turn, uh, close the close uh, computer, close the hallway, because that's what she does. She tells the computer to do stuff. Right. And she was, she was going to, she was, she got like a body count. She got two of them. And well, just like, but, but then it's just like, we can't promote that to kids. When the whole 10 year old uh, angle just uh, didn't, just oh, didn't work. Did you see the behind the scenes footage of Alan Rickman's bedroom? Or, or or Alex's bedroom, and, and he, he, he apparently based off of his character, his character lived uh, had a bed of spikes. Oh, it's, it's it's not even like a bed; it's just spikes that protrude up. It's it's like uh, when I've seen that in a movie. Uh, yeah, that, like the Golden Child, uh, maybe, it, or it's like this the pit. You know, whenever yeah. it's like an adventure film where it's just like you fall into a pit and there's yeah like, there's spikes. Like spikes. Uh, and then you see his bathroom. And it's just like, how in God's name would you ever use this? <laughs> this this looks like torture. That's hilarious. Um, so that's just great character, like showing, not telling stuff. Mm -hmm. um, oh, even th just that moment where it's like uh, Tony Shalhoub's character, Fred, uh, when he and Missy Pyle's character are just, you know, she's going with. There's no like conversation. It's just like, oh, I'm going with them. Uh, Mafisar just looks at them, looks at the hand, and he's just like, he's just, he's just like almost a, just a little noise, and he's just like, you know, they go on their way. It's just like, didn't need to say anything, just needed to just let the scene just speak for itself. Right. I mean, this is good stuff. The whole, the whole thing. So, but talking about that, how can you make this film better? <sighs> there's some, there's some things that, that are minor. When they use the Omega 13 at the end, I, I wish that everyone knew there's like, oh, oh not just Alan. Yeah, uh, just not just a Tim Allen. And I wish that it just kind of kept going, that they just kept using it over and over again. Uh, it's just like, okay. Oh, okay. Like, a, like, like the three, like the rule of three. Yeah, wh where it's like, uh, okay, he's going to come from behind here. And then he just like comes in full bar. It's just like starts killing everyone. And they need to, it's almost like, uh, 
uh, Groundhog Day. We're yeah. just we're try, trying to figure out the perfect way to take him down or something. That's just something I thought would be fun. Uh, you know what's funny is I don't like time travel endings, mm-hmm. but for, for some reason, this one works for me. I mean, there, there's a bit of a setup there. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little clumsy, but it's 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 not nothing that like makes me hate the film. Right. Plus, it leads up to Mafazar getting his moment. It's just like, Saris right. has been a horrible monster to um, right. all. And just like Mafazar, even in his weakened form, takes his crutch, hits Saris. Yep. And it's just like, yes. So even though he doesn't get the kill, he gets that victorious "I beat you" moment. Right. He his his arc is finished. He 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 became mm-hmm. uh, more. He stood up for himself. He's the next commander. Oh yeah. Uh, just that just that moment where Tim Allen is just like, uh, where Mazar is like, I was hoping you would still continue to be our commander, and then it's just like, Mazar, your people already have a great commander, and he bows to him, sir. And it's just like, oh, it's That's so good. good. It's so good. It's so good. Yes. And nothing seems corny. It's so weird. It's so weird. So, um, you know what? Like, I got some stuff maybe that yep. can, I might be able to make it better. But I think this one here, um, uh, it might be a perfect film. Yeah, it might be a perfect film. It, it, it very it, well just might be everything is used appropriately. Everything right. is used. It, it, it's gonna make you feel good by the end. Absolutely, um, it checks everything. Checks. I mean, I know they, the marketing, um, and there might be a, mm-hmm. like another version of this film. That, do you know about another version of this film? Like a, maybe a thirteen PG thirteen? Did I, they make one? I don't. I don't. I don't recall anything about that. I, all I know about alternate alternate versions is because uh, the, the the filmmakers wanted to try and make this as much Star Trek as possible. They they I think they went in with this mind mindset of this is just another star trek episode uh-huh. to the point where it's like if you're at a different region or something some version of this film is just like galaxy quest the motion picture kind of like star trek the motion picture right um my only my only thing is is maybe trying to find that found footage put it all in and and, and make all the swears happen again that might be my only thing but i don't really need it um i just i'm just curious what it would be like but i don't really need it i don't think i would change anything from this version other than um i i i am almost i am almost just 100 percent perfect with it uh, right fine perfectly fine with what we got right this is just a film that it doesn't it's it's not like if it were more mature or something like that it would kind of like i'm not a hundred percent on board with you know marketing everything to everyone but i feel like this is a movie that anyone can watch and anyone can relate to even like even like if you're an actor or something and and you're like near in the end of your career this is just there's so much relatability to that just right. with, just with Alan Rickman's character just, hey, there's so much to chew on there you know so, uh, yeah having that having that what is it they're having your glory again um, Find, or finding some uh, finding glory I guess you never knew you had exactly I know I, and it's kind of sad that you, you find it late in your career Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, your third act, I guess, you know, right? Like having second a, wind or something. Second wind, or you're finding your third act. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was great. I mean, they're all polished, they're all older, and they're all doing it still. And I mean, it happens a lot. I mean, yeah. you know, people uh, like Firefly, I think, is trying to come back again. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's like something, something, something like that. Um, just there's all these things where they were kind of rebirth, all these different TV shows and movies and old crews that you know 
captured lightning in a bottle and they're trying to do it again so there, there was there was one thing i was when i first watched uh it hadn't clicked with me and i thought maybe it could use a change but then i was just so i was thinking to myself did they really just build this ship for tim allen and just because they're fans and then i was like oh no wait they just modeled their entire career out of uh out of star trek or galaxy quest uh and they just brought him on board i was wondering it's like aren't they are they questioning why they don't have spaceships or whatnot and it's just like they probably didn't think about that they just went and found the actor uh, if this is making any sense is it making any sense not really so it's it's like <laughs> part of me was wondering part of me thought that they specifically made you know their sh starship mm -hmm. for tim allen okay it, it hadn't really crossed my mind it's like Oh yeah, they've been doing battles with Ceres for a while now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Been... Uh, it's it's so part of me thought. Oh, did they just build this starship for for Tim Allen and the rest of the crew? Did they for Jason and the rest of the crew? And I was like, no, wait a minute. But there's a couple of spots where they're like they modeled everything after, mm -hmm. um, like Tony, like Tony's, uh, like hand movements, mm -hmm. and the ship moves to the kids' movements. Well, they so they did kind of like model some parts of the ship for the crew members. I think that's why they, you know, they took on the form of you know humans and whatnot because it's like we clearly in our squid form can't really do this, right. so we need to make ourselves look more human. That's clearly why it's why this crappy looking set isn't working. <laughs> uh, so it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. I just it just flashed back in my mind that part where he's like the red thingy is getting closer to the green thingy. Yeah, I, I think, think we're, we're the, the green, green thingy. thingy. <laughs> That's so much. Fun. Oh god, where they don't bother cut transmission and it's just like <laughs> he's just saying everything. And Cyrus is just like there unamused. It's like maybe I'm not as stupid as I appear, Commander. <laughs> you were supposed to do this. Yeah, uh, like, it's just like yes, I agree. Dead air. Uh, <laughs> it's so much fun, dude. This whole movie is so much fun. So um, yeah, I'm gonna just ixnate anything I thought, like anything I had. Any, I, anything, I I, anything I say that could use some fixing, or the one thing that I said could use some fixing. I, I don't even mind it. Yeah, I don't mind anything. I don't mind the CGI. I don't mind the 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 little character, little things that that get that that kill their own little hurt guy. Um, it was fine. I mean, yeah. everything looked great. The rock monster looked great. All the bad guys looked great. For 1999, this still this stuff still looks uh, not great, but it still looks good. It looks good. Um, just that moment when the rock monster is just like attacking all the bad guys. And, and it flies out into space, and there's this like peaceful, joy, joyful music where it's just like, "Yes, <laughs> I crushed people," and it's just like. <laughs> so the rock monster kind of gets a little, yeah, it's little just, moment. Yeah, it's just like, it's just like, yeah. Everybody gets a moment. Um, what do you think about the part where the um, they they're trying to get the tractor beam up? Mm -hmm. That's totally like Spaceballs, you know, where they where they where they get that little uh, pig monster thing. They, they they transport it back on the ship. Oh, you mean the teleporter? The beam. teleporter beam, mm -hmm. and then it's all inside out. I mean, that's that's totally like his oh. head's on backwards type. Oh, thing. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's almost beat for beat for that. It's just, they just thought about it. It's just like they thought about the gag, where it's just like, hey, what if some? What if this teleporter wasn't working right? <laughs> yeah, what it didn't if it worked out it, the kings? What if it came out horrible? What if something came back and it was tra transformed horribly to the point where it would no longer be alive right. and explodes? It explodes. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> and then Tim Allen can just, hear him. Just the just that alien that just is like deadpan, just like explaining it. It, it explodes on his face, and it's like, 
and it also exploded. And then the, the little piece of meat just falls <laughs> over his mouth. <laughs> and then uh, the other part where uh, Tony is talking to his crew mm-hmm. and he's reporting that um, <laughs> that that his his crew guys came up with the solution and yeah. he's reporting it back up to the boss and he's like yep you guys got another one right <laughs> good job group hug <laughs> <laughs> or or that, that first but it's like actually what his job is the, he's doing it like mm-hmm. like he's doing his job yeah but like he doesn't know he's doing his job but he's doing his job to the t of what he's supposed to be doing as that crew member yeah but he, he, it's just like haphazardly doing it. It's so funny. Or just that first transmission, I think we get with him, where people are just flying. <laughs> they're just being propelled by explosions and whatnot. It's yeah. just like comedically, it's just like they're being thrown away. Yeah. And then, oh, and so he's he, like, hey, um, we have to slow down mm-hmm. or uh, they're telling me that this <laughs> <place will> blow. <laughs> oh, oh, there's there's the there's that one we're like, moment. We're giving it all she's got, Captain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Scotty, you know, let me see. You're getting, a, you're getting the jokes now, aren't there, you? There, there's the there's one moment. Oh, God, what was it? What was it? Oh, yes. The the the, the, the stereotypical, oh, we've been hit, and now we have to shake around a little bit. Yeah. And, it, you know, some people maybe like fall. I don't think I've ever seen someone, like, get tossed around and then actually break their arm, and that has to, like, Go to the medical wing. You never see people actually get injured from being thrown and shaken around all oh, these good things. good point. <laughs> and they have to pick him up. That's, Are you talking ah, about... <laughs> ah, no, stop. Don't touch it. Because yeah. he's, he's not acting. He's yes. being... He's actually hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you, you never see these moments where they get hurt by being shaken around. And, oh, and there's no seatbelts and there's nothing to protect them yes. from like being like thrown about or whatever. Yeah. They're just like always like just that... That bridge is always getting annihilated. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. What do you think about the end with the uh, with the mines and everything? Did you see all that coming? Uh, yeah, that that was another moment of setup and payoff. That, uh, yeah, with the with the magnetic. I think they're magnetic or something. He said yeah. it real quick. Yeah, well, well, I mean, you could kind of see that they're also the the mines were fl- uh, fl- uh, flooding towards them. Right. So you could kind of tell, even without them saying, it's just like you could kind of infer. It's just like, oh, they're probably mag- magnetized or something. Right. But uh, yeah, oh my god, that was so awesome. That was so good. Just, ah. just like flying right out. It's like what you fail to realize is that my ship is carrying mines, <laughs> and it's just like fly up. It's just like go, go, get out of here, go. It's just like ah, oh, it's so good. I know. And then he runs, and he like doesn't get. It. And then so like it still it, it the tri- setup is mm-hmm. that he's running away from the blast, so he does have time to hit something to get himself off the ship. You, but it does it does go uh it does. Saris, I mean, yes, Saris. Uh, it goes on long enough for you, for you to kind of forget about that. Yeah. To the point where Tony comes in and just like shoots him. It's just like, oh God, right. Oh, but have we have we ever seen him shapeshift before or take on another? Well, form? I mean, that was I think I just caught that. Like, well, well, I, well, well, well. So the Femians probably have these converters or everything like that to make, oh, them, look, to make them look human. So he probably was able to get something. I mean, oh. it's, it's been established. It's like these aliens. The Femians have these energy converters that make them look human. So he probably took this moment. It's like, I'm going to make myself look human. Okay. Uh, though I guess. May I? Do you think I found a plot hole? Maybe not too much per se. I mean, maybe they're trying to make themselves. So, I, 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 the only thing is, I don't have enough knowledge to know. It's just like how much, how the, the, these uh, devices work. Right. Maybe he just snagged one from someone's. 
uh, one mm. of like one of the aliens. He, I, I feel like he definitely snuck snuck one from the Femians. I don't know if he can. I don't know how well these things are at replicating other people. Yeah. So I mean, I I can't say. We'd have to we'd have to try and find the Raiders of Galaxy quests. Just like <laughs> and ask, ask them. Qu- yeah. Oh, ask, let's, ask, them, ask them the. Maybe we can go to a convention and be mm-hmm. like, um, was it set up that? Uh, how, how was it that Sarah's, How was it that Saris is able to look like Tony Shalhoub's character? Yeah. Uh, as Fred. Uh, yeah. This is this is. If anyone's ever watching this and they and they have access to or, or they're able to talk to. They're able to D- talk to David Howard. David Howard, yeah. Uh, please, or if you're David Howard and you're watching this, please explain to us how, how is it that Cirrus is able to transform into Fred? Could, uh, yeah. uh, how is he able to perfectly replicate Fred with the, I assume, Femian uh, 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 energy converter or whatever the technical name of it was? Right. So, um, any last thoughts? Uh, uh, the, this movie is a joy. I can't express enough how much I had fun watching this film. My brother went by, uh, he was walking by as I was first watching it. Uh-huh. He was hearing some audio and it's just like, that sounds stupid. And, uh, uh, I couldn't quite can, like, I couldn't quite counter it. Is he older or younger? He's younger. Oh, okay. Uh, I couldn't quite cause he hadn't watched the film. Uh, and you know, he, catch brief glimpses and you don't know full context of the show and you might just go, eh, this is, it seems stupid. Kind of like if you cat Star mm. Trek in a quick second. Yeah. yeah uh, but, you know, uh, he, uh, uh, I couldn't quite defend the show movie enough yet. I mean, I was just like, oh, this, this is a neat premise. But after watching it, it's like, oh, no, this movie is extremely clever. Uh, nice. it's, it's very well written. Uh, excellent performances. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Right. You were absolutely absolute legend. And uh, uh, not a day goes by where you aren't missed. Exactly. And, and and do you think it's fitting that they didn't move forward without him? I don't think. Uh, no, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Yeah, I think I think it would have been hard. Um, it would have been hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just shut it down, which is heartbreak heartbreaking because it's, it's heartbreaking. But yeah. it's just it's also something where it's just like you probably you probably shouldn't go forward with it. It wouldn't you you'd be missing a core element of the of the series, right? Um, so my only, uh, thing that I didn't mention earlier, uh, is, um, I think this was 1999. I mean, to brighten it up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, I was like, man, I don't remember, but it could have been around like that whole little scene where, um, where, uh, Justin Long's character is getting all his friends online mm-hmm. and they had like that Skype call going. Like, I'm not sure if that was actual reality at that point. I mean, it was like, it's easily you know today all day every oh, yeah. day zooms and, and skypes and everything but i'm not too sure in 99 if if we had those capabilities so much you know everyone had a webcam um so these kids were definitely if they did definitely were um very um uh affluent if you will because uh, mm-hmm. that, that probably technology and that for your computer to work right um and actually show, show a picture and talk uh probably cost an arm and a leg i was free at the time so i i probably yeah, I, I think I was around free, so I couldn't tell you. I'm trying to remember. I don't even know if cell phones were around. So, because you don't see cell phones in this film, you see oh, those no. Voxes or whatever. Um, so, if cell phones weren't, I know, I know the internet might have been around. Uh, AOL was probably big around this time. You oh know? yeah, no, I I remember like AOL just being like the way my family used computers. So I'd have to figure. I have to do some quick research to see when actual webcaming was, and we had the capabilities to kind of do web 
web uh, well, conferences or whatnot. Well, while you do a little bit of research you're doing, I'll just say, you know, just to my point earlier about, you know, it's just being a proofing, you know, there's a one, you know, when at the first convention, you know, Tim Allen walks in and he's just like hogging the spot, spotlight, everything. Uh -huh. But by the end, you know, he embraces everyone and they all take a bow together. And I think that perfectly uh, okay. uh, uh, states why this film works. It's a, it's not a one man show. It's a crew effort. Exactly. And just losing Alan Rickman is just like, just it's, it won't work. Teamwork makes the dream work pictures. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I just looked it up. I guess thing, this was available. Um, August 1994 mm -hmm. um, was the first commercial, like, uh, quick cam. Um, and it very much looked like it was something like that. And it was cost a hundred bucks. Okay. And it would connect via the serial report. I didn't, I didn't, it was hard because I didn't have one. So I don't know. Like, I wasn't like so much into computers back then because they were kind of uh, ridiculously overpriced and whatnot. We were just into consoles and video games. Um, so, um, now we get to the part where um, we have recommendations. Recommendations. All right. So um, I'm thinking if you like this movie, definitely check out what? Toy Story? Yeah. 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 Toy Story. Toy uh, Story 1, 2, and 3. Sure. And 4. Um, a movie I like a lot. Um, a couple of movies I like a lot. Evolution. Ever see that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I think I, it just the guy from the X Files. Yeah, I think I was just yeah you know, I was watching some videos before. It, it's it, almost like a spoof of X Files. Yeah, uh, it's like a, a smiley face with free eyes. Yeah, yeah, definitely check that one out. Okay. I don't want to spoil too much about that. That's a fun one. We might even do that one. Um, Dude, where's my car? Um, okay. Have you seen that? Sultan. I, I I think I, I I have seen it. I don't know if I've seen it. It's an entirety, but so much Missy fun. Pyle's in that, isn't she? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's got some good stuff in it. Um, uh, definitely the documentary, uh, Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary. Mm -hmm. Definitely, highly, highly recommend that documentary. We've probably spoiled too much already. Spaceballs, the movie, of yes. course. Um, where the wild things are, because yeah. um, there's that they, they they play around with the idea of like a, a group of friends, and then the one friend that likes never on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like at the beginning of Galaxy Quest. They, that's kind of like what's going on. There's like a group of friends and like, man, it'd be awesome if we can get our like other friend to kind of join our group. And they kind of, you know what I mean? So that uh, where the wild things are kind of happens to kind of do that. And then uh, when they go deceptions, lies, like that reminds me of Rogue One. Okay. <laughs> so like you check that one out. Um, so um uh, definitely all the Star Treks, everything Star yeah, Trek I was, original. I was, I was about to say, how could you not mention yeah. Star Trek? The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, um, the OT, the OT, the OT. Yeah, uh, the original. Um, what's the one with the T S T O S T O S? Isn't that isn't that the abbreviation? The original series. Oh, is that what they call it? Sure, I'm, I'm not so much a Trekkie. I, I watched the next generation the most out of out of anything. Yep, that's uh, I think what a lot of people do. And then there was Deep Space Nine. That was the one about the space the the port, right? That's the that's the dark series. That's a really dark series. The dark well, series where where it's like where Star Trek is usually hopeful and yeah. oh, uh, and, okay. and, uh, and like uh, it's like oh we're going on quirky adventures and there's dark stuff out there. This is the one where it's like they really tested 
uh, uh, Deep, Deep Space Nine is really, really tested, and they went, you know, more so war and things like that, and get gets oh, into some really dark subject matter. Yeah, in the, in the uh, talking about the uh, uh, the other guys, um, and then I got um, 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 the the Black Mirror episode where uh, they're making fun of. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Not yes. making fun of, but they do like a Star Trek episode. Definitely check that one out. And um, yeah, that's, about that's it. not really a satire parody, is it? Uh, kind of. Well, maybe it's a parody. Yeah, but it's it's a dark, like, uh, like twisted parody. Yeah. Uh, you kind of got some in there. Uh, uh, I'm uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Young Frankenstein. It's it it, it yeah it uh it has some good character moments. Uh, but it's it's like it's a it's a good comedy, but it also has really good dramatic and character moments as well. Gotcha. Uh. Uh, I don't know if I have like any more else. Right. What are you I, watching I, now? Uh, well, I just recently saw Jackass Forever. Oh, okay, cool. If you're a Jackass fan, you will like it. If you don't like it, uh, you won't like it. Mm. Uh, I saw the Cuphead TV show. I, I enjoyed that. Cool. And I also started replaying Cuphead, and that's still a really great game. Cool. Um, I'm watching the Peacemaker, um, as you know, from Twitter, I saw, uh, THX one, one, three, eight on there and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to check this out. I mean, not THX one, one, three, eight, this address is one, one, three, eight. I'm like, okay, these guys get me. And then I've been watching Marvelous Miss Maisel. It's been coming out, which Tony, uh, Shaloub, how do you say his last name again? Tony Shaloub. Shaloub is in it. Once again, he's brilliant. Highly recommend it. And, um, we got to wrap this up. I got to go and the boss is calling me. I will throw in my teaser. The teaser is? Uh, I guess you could say that the main character is as blind as a bat. Although I'm pretty sure Blatt's, uh, although I'm pretty sure there's been some science to prove that bats aren't exactly blind. No, okay. All right, well, looking forward to that. I have no idea what you're talking about. And um, Oh, you're going to hate me in just a couple seconds. Okay, great. This is all Battlefield all over again. Yep. So um, everybody out there, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Watch Galaxy Quest. Watch the uh, the director, the uh, documentary, Never Surrender. Support these people because just like they deserve it. They did a great job. Um, this is this is filmmaking at its best um, in marketing. So everybody out there, have a good week. We'll see you next week. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Keep up the good work and prevent accidents. This shift is concluded.